Welcome back to another awesome episode of the Loudest Podcast. It's the Loudest Podcast on the internet. My name's Sarancha, and I'm here to say that I've exercised for like three consecutive days in a row, and I feel good. Who could have possibly predicted <laughs> that not it. sitting on my ass and scooping bagel seasoning into my mouth all day would help my mental state? With me is Asterios Coconut. Say hi, Asterios. Hey there. I, I hate it. I hate it that if I don't eat like cookies or candy... For a couple of days in a row, or I don't drink eight cups of coffee, I do feel better. I wish it wasn't this simple. I wish it was the opposite. Like, I wish I felt better when like, the more <laughs> coffee I drank, instead of feeling like I, my heart's going to pop like a water balloon, I would feel pretty good. Yeah, I know. And now I'm trying to quit Diet Coke, which is so difficult. Yeah, good fucking luck, buddy. I don't. I, I have a meeting with a nutritionist. I talked to a nutritionist today. And uh, we have another meeting set for next week. She wouldn't give me any of her hardcore nutritionist tips. Why? Until I paid my... Because they do like a free consultation. Oh. And it's like, they're just like... I, and the free consultation is to tell you that you have to pay for the other sessions. But my doctor recommended this nutritionist. And, and I've seen her and she's very skinny. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I think nutritionists are kind of scams because like, you know what you should be doing. You should not be eating 40 meal bars a week and you should be eating chicken salads for all meals, but it's not that easy. This was what put me over the, the hump to call a nutritionist because my doctor months ago was like calling a nutritionist. I was like, I know all this stuff. So I told my therapist, I'm like, I'm having trouble losing weight. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing all the Weight Watchers thing. I'm having trouble losing weight. And she's like, well, are you consuming a lot of salt? And I said, well, me and my girlfriend just bought a pound of everything bagel seasoning and we're just dumping it into our hands and <laughs> eating it. Like we're just eating shots of it all the time and especially before bed. And my therapist was like, yeah, you should talk to a nutritionist. That's real, real unhealthy. I mean, I'm going to be real with you, Chief. That bagel seasoning that you bought is not as good as the Trader Joe bagel seasoning. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I Yeah, I know. I know. Of Nothing's as good as stuff from Trader Joe's. Nothing. I ordered an entire pound of bagel seasoning from seasoningexperts.com. <laughs> they are not the experts. They are certainly not the experts at seasoning. Okay, you know what? We have so much show to do today that we don't have time to talk about our seasoning habits, okay? We've got to take the autism test, the oh, online autism yeah. test, which is 60 questions long. I have an interview today uh, with a little girl who loves Barbie movies. I figure like we could talk to her about like, Good Barbie movies, bad Barbie movies, you know Barbie movies. Finally, someone I can connect with on my intellectual level. <laughs> this month, we definitely want to uh, thank all our new and upgrading patrons. But first, before we get to that, it's time for our recurring segment, Apology, Apology of, of the, the Week. week. <laughs> it's Apology of the Week. Hey, guys, you want to guess which celebrity had to go on the apology circuit this this week, you vote now on your phone. Ready? I'll give you a second to vote. Just think of a celebrity. Think of a celebrity who's annoying and a dumb cunt and inserts themselves into every fucking situation, no matter how far removed they are from it. Ready? In three, two, one. If you guessed January Jones, you were incorrect because it's... Demi Lovato! <laughs> 
Yo, Demi Lovato, she's so fucking annoying. She's so fucking annoying. And I think people don't realize how fucking annoying she is because she's constantly like relapsing on drugs. By the way, did you see her new plan for how she's... So she relapsed again recently and OD'd on opioids and had to go to rehab. So she's out of rehab now. And she did a magazine interview where she's like, I'm going to be California sober. Do you know what that means? Unfortunately, I assume it means I'm, I'm not going to drink or do pills, but I'm going to smoke a lot of weed like a dumbass asshole Californian. Close. Actually close. You, that's Wait, almost entirely correct. What does California sober mean? California sober means she's going to drink and smoke weed in moderation. Oh. Which is, first of all, not sober. Second of all, it's <laughs> literally not what the word means. Second of all, oh, dude, she's definitely going to relapse again. You, you really think so? You think a drug addicted alcoholic drinking and doing drugs might lead to more of that behavior? They had an interview and she put out this documentary about her all the bad choices she made that led to her overdosing on opioids. And there's this interview with Elton John and Elton John, they're like, how do you feel about Demi's decision to be California sober? And he's like, Frankly, I don't. I don't think it's a good idea. But when you're d with friends, you can't. You can't impose your will on them. You could just tell them what you think and then move on. I'm like, oh yeah, dude. I'm so sure. Like she is going to drink too much and then shoot up again. I'm positive. Like I will make a bet with anybody on the internet that she does not stay sober for more than like two years. Okay. Who's Demi Lovato? Is she from Wizards of Waverly Place? No, it's Selena Gomez. Okay. All right, so we cut that racist part out of what I said. Who's Demi Lovato? She's, you remember Jesse? No! The Disney Channel went, hey, Jesse! Woo! I remember that. I don't know anything about the show. All I remember is, hey, Jesse! It was about, I think it's been many years since it's been on the air, but it was about like a teenager who was tasked with being a nanny to a bunch of kids in the middle, like a bunch of rich kids in the middle of the city. And she was like a live-in nanny. And it was one of those stupid Disney Channel sitcoms. But okay. now she's known you, for being a histrionic asshole. No, no. Look, I want to roll this back just a tiny bit because we're talking about one of my favorite things, which is Disney Channel and Nickelodeon shows. Uh, that's a terrible premise. Terrible, terrible, terrible premise. The point of a Nickelodeon or a Disney show is wish fulfillment. What if you lived in a hotel and you were friends with Paris Hilton, a.k.a. London Tipton? What if you designed video games for a living? Uh, you know, what if you had a web show like iCarly? What if you had a job? As a babysitter, a lot of teenagers have a job as a babysitter. And what if you had to babysit the worst people on earth? There's no wish fulfillment here. That's just the nanny with extra steps. No, no, you'd think that. But she also lives like in the house with the family. There's a bunch of kids. One of them's Indian. I don't remember how all these. I think all the kids are adopted or something. Don't quote me on this. But I think she also gets to live in like the Manhattan Brownstone too and she has like her own room because it's a disney channel show and it's obscenely <laughs> okay i guess living in new york city like in some sort of new york city penthouse it's kind of fun but that's yeah. no more fun than living in the hotel tipton yeah exactly but uh yeah she was a disney channel person and then she got super fat and then started making music and then she started doing drugs and then she did too many drugs and she had to go to rehab then she got out of rehabs and then she did too many drugs again and had to go back to rehab Okay, well, 
What is she apologizing for? <clears throat> apparently, <laughs> here we go, kids. Uh, apparently, there's this uh, line of frozen yogurt stores, just like a small business in Los Angeles called the Big Chill. And Demi is pissed off. I'm going to read you just the article because the, the, there's no way I can describe this any funnier than is reality. Okay. Demi Lovato slams frozen yogurt shop for triggering products. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Demi, the pop stars took a stand against the big chill. So brave. Taking a stand against this random small business. The pop star took a stand against the big chill in Los Angeles, slamming the store on her Instagram page for, I swear to God, I'm reading this verbatim, carrying sugar-free options. Wait, it's real? Really? Yes. It's that simple? It's that simple because she sees sugar-free and in her fat <laughs> and sugar-addled brain, her brain just goes straight to, that's for people who uh, don't want to diet and everybody on earth should be as fat and porky as I am. Okay, and uh, for those who uh, don't subscribe to the video uh, feed, Sriracha, every time you call this actress fat, what kind of a face am I making? Uh, fat. Demi Lovato is fat. You're making a face like I just said a slur of some kind. You really? There's an enjoyment you're getting off of calling this person with an eating disorder fat. Because, dude, it's like, how are you rich and famous, you have an eating disorder, and you're fucking fat? You need to pick two of them, okay? It's like that triangle of stuff in college. Good grades, social life, enough sleep. Pick two. Eating disorder, fat, rich and famous. Pick two. <laughs> Please continue you your can't article. Possibly be all three. Okay, so she posts this on her Instagram story and tags the fucking business in oh, it. Oh no, she's a celebrity. She's blowing them up. Don't do that. Don't do that on social media. Finding it extremely hard to order Froyo from at the Big Chill official when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies slash other diet foods before you get to the counter. Do better, please. She wrote in an Instagram story. Her Instagram has millions of followers. She even included the hashtag, hashtag diet culture vultures, which she said she'd be using to call out, quote, harmful messaging from brands or companies that perpetuate a society that not only enables but praises disordered eating. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, I'm just gonna. Not that this needs to be said, but no one's eating the sugar-free options. That tastes like diarrhea, cut like coming out of a tube. No one eats sugar-free chocolates. No one eats sugar-free froyo. I mean, unless you're like a diabetic and you have to, like. No, even people on diets are like, well, I'm not eating that. That tastes like dog shit. I was going to say, I think I know a population percent. That's about 15% of the American population that might want to enjoy sugar-free frozen yogurt. And they would be... Diabetics. Okay. Yes, 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 yeah. Yeah, but like, I'm just saying, of all the things to complain about, like like sugar-free food... No one's forcing sugar-free foods down your mouth. I mean, if Denny Lovato keeps on the path that she's going, so her doctor's going to be forcing sugar-free foods down her mouth. Please continue your article. (laughs) The Big Chill, which had just over 6,000 followers on Instagram as of Sunday, they now have like over 40,000. Because (laughs) everybody's like, Debbie, are you fucking stupid? Why don't you go OD again? (laughs) 
Jesus. <laughs> Push back on Lovato's criticism by noting in an Instagram story that the shop carries products for customers who have diabetes, celiac disease, options for vegan, and many indulgent items. The Big Chill also responded to Demi Lovato via screenshot. They, they DM'd her this, and she's so fucking stupid that she posted it publicly because she thinks she looks good oh on this. Oh, God, okay. Writing, we are not diet vultures. We cater to all of our customers' needs for the past 36 years. We are sorry that you found this offensive. And Demi writes back, this is part of the screenshot that she shared because she definitely thought she was winning this mm-hmm. argument. Mm-hmm. You carry things for other people who, while also carrying for another percentage of your customers who struggle daily, even to step foot in your store. If you're looking at Demi Lovato, I don't think she struggles ever to set foot in an ice cream parlor. (laughs) You can find a way to provide an inviting environment for all people with different needs, including eating disorders one of the deadliest mental illnesses only second to opioid overdoses oh i wonder which two you had demi (laughs) opioid overdoses eating disorders what the fuck is heart disease what the fuck is hypertension fuck them two most dangerous things in the entire world is opioid overdoses and having to look at (laughs) sugar-free vanilla yogurt when you order your fatty (laughs) Am I also wrong? To why isn't she going to Pinkberry? Why isn't she going to like some sort of like rich person Froyo place? Why the hell is she bothering the people at the Big Chill? I don't fucking know. I mean, if she went to Pinkberry, they'd probably would have bent the knee. Yeah. So I, I'm happy they chose like she chose like the right one to fuck with. Well, I mean, I guess because I assume they're getting a lot more business now that like Demi Lovato has tried to put them out of business. Oh, yeah. They did an interview because after this, she apologized and she said she's going to give them one hundred thousand dollars. <gasps> Wait. Oh, but she never does it. According to the big jail. So the people from the big jail are getting uh, interviewed all the time. They're like, so did you get that hundred thousand dollars? They're like, no, she never said it to us. And but we've been getting a lot of really nice messages from people. Oh, that's it. Wait. Oh, so she did a pop. Wait, I, well, I want to hear this apology. Oh, we're not even done with the original. Oh, my God. I was thinking maybe it would help if you made it more clear that sugar free options and vegan options are for that. Leaving them snacks for celiac or diabetics or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. It, or fucking fucking whatever. When it's not super clear, the messaging gets confusing. And being in LA, it's really hard to distinguish diet culture versus health needs. Which brings me to my next point. Demi, if you want to live like a fucking fat slob, why don't you move to Montana or something? Like, let me tell you, I've been to some small towns in America, in the American Midwest, where you can't order a Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Demi would do so fucking well in New Jersey. Like, go to Jersey, go to any Jersey diner and order anything off the menu. Demi Lovato, you will be cured. You will not be triggered whatsoever at a New Jersey diner. They had this thing when I was in college. (laughs) They had a diner across the road that everybody would get, like, incredibly high and then go to at 2 in the morning. I remember that 
that diner. Night. They had disco fries at that diner. Disco fries, and they also had this thing called pizza fries. Wait, what? Which was a giant pile of French fries covered in mozzarella cheese and marinara sauce. Demi Lovato should just exclusively order food from there because that shit was awful. That shit caused all of us to gain weight. But well, it was delicious. Well, look, God forbid it's low-fat mozzarella cheese, or she might pipe on. No, that she place. might have a fucking heart attack, and not in the way that I'm imagining. She's gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> I think clearer messaging would be more beneficial for everyone. You aren't wrong for catering to many different needs, but it's not about it's about not excluding one demographic to cater to others. Just don't order the sugar-free cookies and cream, Debbie. Nobody does. I know. Oh my god, she's so fucking annoying. She's so fucking annoying. Dude. And then she so she screenshots this DM, blasts it out there because she thinks she's owned this small mom and pop froyo shop that's probably struggled to survive during the pandemic oh yeah no she totally thinks that she's owning these people yeah she's not (laughs) so now i'm gonna read you an article from cnn who's covering this for some reason uh, called demi lovato apologizes for slamming frozen yogurt of course everybody on twitter is like demi you're stupid i hate you (laughs) i can't stand you because she's so fucking annoying Demi Lobato apologized after her complaints about a frozen yogurt shop caused a backlash from those wanting her to chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, She says, I am very outspoken about the things that I believe in, Lobato said. I understand that sometimes my messaging can lose its meaning when I get emotional. I am human. (laughs) Yeah, apparently she did like a six minute long apology on Instagram Live, but they paraphrased it in here. Should we just watch this video? I mean, I know it's six minutes long, but like, uh, like that might be that might be kind of interesting. Yeah, we can. What's up, everybody? Hey, Demi. Hi, Demi. I have kind of gotten in the middle of something with this yogurt shop called the Big Chill. An argument has occurred. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna pause it right here. I've got in the middle of something. You directly picked a fight with a tiny frozen yogurt shop. Yeah, I wonder how this, How I wonder how you got trapped in this unfortunate situation, Debbie. Now, I am very outspoken about the things that I believe in. I understand that sometimes my messaging can lose uh lose its like meaning when i get emotional right i am human i am somebody who is just very passionate about what i believe in and i've lived through okay we are a minute in she has not said i'm sorry not good this is real bad Remember, kids, if you ever become a big celebrity influencer and you have to apologize, you you immediately go, hey, everybody, I just wanted to say I'm sorry to insert frozen yogurt shop here. Yeah, that would be my apology. I'd go on. This doesn't need to be six minutes long. I'd go on and say, hey, uh, I'm coming down off drugs. I spurged out. Sorry. <laughs> Blame the drugs. That's great. We're all addicted to something. Yeah. I'm messaged this froyo place you know their name you tagged them hashtag say their name (laughs) say their name they're called the big chill behaviors or or branding things that i didn't that didn't sit right with me because the truth of the matter is as someone that deals with an eating disorder like is in recovery from an eating disorder i 
still to this day have a hard time walking into a froyo shop, ordering yogurt, and being content with it and keep Then why are you walking into a Froyo shop and ordering yogurt? That's like fucking walking into Willy Wonka's. Like, you can't blame the candy store for the fact that you got a problem with candy lady. Right. Like, oh, sorry, every diabetic living in Los Angeles. You can't get uh, frozen yogurt here because Debbie Lotto, if she sees a better option, she'll cry into her frozen yogurt all night. What did you think you were going to pull the handle and literal blueberries were going to come out? It's an ice cream store, okay? So by the time I got to the counter after seeing so much diet stuff and health food stuff, like she's still calling it diet stuff. I know. It wasn't clear I to know. me that it was for specific health needs. And so I didn't know I didn't know that. Whose fault is that that you're stupid? Who's what I can't believe you're blaming everybody else for your ignorance how the fuck do you not know that that's what the sugar-free shit is for like even if it's not fuck you demi it's a fucking yogurt store it's not your fucking business you get to don't get to dictate i don't give a shit if the big chill had a thing called yogurt for non-fat fat fatties <laughs> like they can put up whatever the fuck they want and there's an endless number of options why you might not want to pump additional sugar into your body. Fuck you. This bitch is so fucking entitled. You know, I get offended by dark chocolate being offered. Regular chocolate could be in that slot. You You're wasting I, my time. You know what I get triggered by Tell is me. when Italian places send along a salad, like with a pizza, and it's got a tomato in it, but the tomato isn't properly sliced. It's just like cut into quarters, and they just toss the big things in there. That fucking triggers You don't me. like the big fat tomato? No, I hate tomatoes. Okay, well, that's a whole different thing. I get triggered by teeny tiny thinly sliced tomatoes because they always look like they're a week old and dead. A big fat quarter of a tomato. I like that. I don't think you and I either like to like on a scale of one to ten. How much do you like tomatoes? Zero. But I still have to eat them. I'm trying to get healthier. No one's like, ooh, I can't wait to eat tomatoes and cucumbers in a salad. It's like we have to. We have to because when because when your fork's eating a salad, it's not eating a pizza. Yeah, I guess somebody tell Debbie Lovato that. <laughs> I just took it as, okay, I'm going into a Froyo shop. I'm seeing sugar-free. I'm seeing this and that. If, I, if there was a sign that said- Oh, my, she's still my on God. the sign. That would have been clear messaging to me. Because it wasn't clear, I am definitely jumped to conclusions and- Uh-huh, and I'm sorry. I am. Have, you know, gone about this the way that I have, but- Uh-huh, and I'm- Begins with an S. Sounds like a snake. Froyo shop to help get the messaging right. Oh, oh you're still blaming the Froyo shop. Get it right because it's wrong right now because Demi's so fucking stupid. Yeah, sugar-free shit is an LA thing, Demi. Who have struggled with anorexia. Um, I myself, like, Froyo was something that I would go to because it was low in calorie and it just felt safe to me. It's not. I know that yeah. It's ice cream. <laughs> it's rebranded ice cream. Disorder. So that's why I'm super sensitive when I walk into a Froyo place and I see diet stuff. Like I'm Maybe you shouldn't be in a fucking Froyo place if just the mention of Froki Yoger brings back memories of your eating disorder, you fucking stupid bitch. We're three minutes and 20 seconds in to an eight minute. There's five more minutes of just verbal diarrhea. 
I don't think she's going to apologize. You Should we just cut it off here? No, let's keep going. Because okay. Because I am so fucking activated. This bitch really, like, I know, I know I'm not a big fan of celebrities, but Demi Lovato really triggers me. She triggers me like gun girl triggers me. I don't even know why. She's just so goddamn entitled. And this could have been a 25 second long video. If she would have just went there. Like, I get being stupid, especially when you're coming down off of fucking poppers. I get acting like a fucking idiot. Drugs are like, uh, those painkillers are one hell of a drug but god damn it to sober up the next day see all of this fucking chaos you've caused everybody on the internet telling you that you're wrong and stupid and be like no the frozen yogurt place is wrong it's wrong that I'm getting this backlash it's just like it's a level of di- differentiation from reality that only exists in fucking celebrities it really does am i wrong no no you're absolutely right i mean she could have just come out and said i'm stupid i started in the disney channel show as a kid they didn't send me to school properly there was like a tutor there and if i cried enough she went away i'm dumb duh duh the d and demi stands for duh duh it's not even that she's dumb which she is but she's sitting here she's not even apologizing like even after she's like, oh, I'm going to apologize, she doesn't apologize. Or I assume she doesn't. We're three fucking minutes into this. What, that's like 30% of the way through the apology and she's not said the words, I'm sorry, yet. She even just said five seconds ago, oh, the branding is wrong. I'm going to help them fix their branding. Like they want Demi Lovato within a fucking 50-foot radius of their ice cream store at this point. All of this diet stuff is not okay. You're worth more than that. I also... I'm standing up for just any women struggles. Just women. Yeah, like a struggling Froyo shop who barely survived the pandemic. This is a hard thing to live with on a daily basis. The thing about overcoming my addictions, my, my drug addictions, was because I don't have to... I can walk away from that and never touch it again. I don't have to stop doing drugs. I can just smoke weed. I'm California sober. Hey, Demi, when you find out about Diet Coke, she's going to have an aneurysm. (laughs) (laughs) To be totally transparent. And that's probably something that nobody wants me to say. Like, I'm, I don't know, but I'm human and I talk about my struggles and I'm passionate, so I'm sorry that I got the messaging wrong. There we go. There we go. I'm sorry that I got the messaging wrong. But do you hear that cunty tone in her voice? She's not sorry. No, 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 absolutely not. Okay, we're at, we're at four minutes and 19 seconds in. We're halfway through. She says, I'm sorry. Let's hear that one more time. I left that yogurt store and didn't get the yogurt that I wanted. And then I had a hard time the rest of the weekend. To be totally honest. <laughs> I totally missed that the first time. Me too. I don't know, but I'm human and I talk about my struggles and I'm passionate. So I'm sorry that I got the messaging wrong. I'm sorry that I may have disappointed some people, but I'm not coming after a small You did. You you did. after them on your Instagram account. I walked into a situation that didn't sit right with me. My intuition said, speak up about this. So I did. And I feel good about that. What I don't feel good about is some of the way that it's been interpreted and how the message has... Oh, it's our fault. If only we had interpreted her insanity correctly. ...to work with 
this Froyo shop if they want to. They don't. To align the messaging to so where I feel safe going in there and I can eat the Froyo that I want to All right, here's for. what I would do if I was this Froyo shop. I'd be like, Demi Lovato, we would love to take you up on your offer to align our messaging in a way that would make you feel safe. Please send us $50,000 for new signage. And then... I guess I would just spend that on a giant glowing neon sign that says Demi Lovato is bad from our Froyo store because you know that would drive business for the rest of time. Oh, dude, I would totally, if I was this Froyo shop, just put a giant sign in the window being like, this is the one that Demi Lovato got mad at. Mm -hmm. uh, also, I'd call and be like, hey, Demi, yeah, we want to work with you to make your own flavor and then make it like 900 calories. <laughs> <laughs> so God All right. Enough of Demi Lovato. We're 40 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> um, and we have a lot of uh, we have a lot more business to do. Anything else you want to say about the Demi Lovato issue? Uh, Demi Lovato's a stupid cunt. That's it. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. You've heard it here first. <laughs> um, we will be right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. Welcome back to The Loudest Podcast. Every month, we like to take a little bit of time out of the show to thank our new and upgrading patrons. Go to patreon.com slash stereos. We have 26 new patrons this month. Holy crap. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And we have nine upgrading patrons. This is a huge, huge month for us. Thank you guys so, so much. Um, just this more. Oh, please, Sriracha. Uh, before you go into the list, I would like to assign all of our new, I, as you're going to read them off and thank them, I'm going to tell them what I think they smell like. Okay. Or, yeah, based on their name. <laughs> I, well, I think this sounds great. I mean, I think you're going to like this first guy. I mean, just this morning, Alexander English doubled his pledge from two pounds to four pounds. Well, he smells like jellied eels because he is British. <laughs> okay, well, I assume they like eating that. Laser Loop boosted their pledge to 20 Canadian dollars. Laser Loop smells like an Angus grass-fed Scooby-Doo Eats burger from Penguin Pickup. Oh, fucking delicious. <laughs> uh, Brady T upped their pledge from two American dollars to 20 Canadian dollars. Brady T smells like mini sausages. <gasps> Yo, I want mini sausages. Imagine poutine with mini sausages in it. That'd be pretty good. Poutine with pigs in a blanket. J. Corey Edmonds pentupled their pledge. Holy shit. From $2 to $15. Well, this guy's fancy, so I think he smells like the fancy uh, balsamic vinaigrette that you get, like you buy from sub shops because it's just so good. It's I like, like it when it's as thick as like the oil that killed all those baby penguins in the Arctic. Yeah. Jesse Mills, he's been supporting us for years. You know Jesse very yeah. well. He's the guy who pitched us a stereos, killed a kid. He just boosted his pledge to 30 Canadian dollars a month. Holy Christ, that's like 3,000 Americans. Yeah. I know, it's a lot of money. Uh, Jesse, you smell like flowers. Aw, well, Drew Atlantis also pentupled their pledge from $2 to $15. Damn, people really want these stickers. Yeah. Uh, you smell like avocados freshly sliced. Yeah, and uh, Brady Rainey is our new Patreon champion. Holy shit. He is pledging $31 a month, uh -huh. making Brady Rainey our highest ranking patreo our patreon champion thank you brady rainy now he's gotta have the best smell yeah i'm gonna give him the smell that i smell like which is ysl black opium oh that you smell really nice thank you and you smell nice too brady rainy and then finally longtime fan of ours archangel of life upped his pledge to 15 dollars a month archangel of life irl smells like baby powder yeah it smells good 
Um, and why are all these people pentupling their pledges? Why is everybody going to the $15 a month level? Because when you pledge $15 a month, you're automatically enrolled in our sticker of the month club. You get a brand new sticker mailed to you every month, whether you're in Alaska or Arkansas or some, what's a country that begins with A? Uh, Antarctica. Or Antarctica. You get the stickers with free shipping. Um, this month, we are doing something very, very special. Um, we have four different sticker designs, and we're asking people to vote for which sticker should be this month's Sticker of the Month Club sticker. You can vote at patreon.com slash hysteria. You don't need to be a member. The poll is open for everybody. They're really good stickers. Yo, let, let's walk people through them. Can people still upgrade to the 15 and get their get whatever sticker wins? Yeah, of course they can. If you pledge by the end of the month, you can. You of course you get the sticker that wins. Uh, but uh, let's walk people through the stickers. Oh, yeah. These stickers are so good. It's a showdown between uh, Mimi Yori, Barry and cream and kiwi now kiwi's sticker is uh the inspiration behind it was what's that 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 horrifying painting of i think it's called saturn consumes his son yes or something like the one of that horrific uh eldritch abomination just ripping his son apart uh it's me and but my son is a bowl of dough and yeah I'm just going at it like a crazed monster yeah it is genuinely horrifying to look at and i i really hope it wins um another great sticker is sriracha remember that story she told a while ago of when she had to go to the hospital in australia because she broke a bottle of whiskey to turn it into a knife handle so she could threaten a pokemon go pokemon that's a sticker now it's sriracha threatening a starly and her hand is bleeding all over the place and if you get that one that one's the rarest sticker because i would never attack a bird exactly and i really hope that one wins and then uh there's sriracha with the with the what is it the the sriracha umaru chan yes it's got the navy seal copy pasta on the behind this one's my personal favorite it's got the navy seal copy pasta on the background it says like what the fuck did you just say about me you little fucking normal i'll have you know i graduated top of my class and QMR like I wrote something uh, but it's it's the Navy Seal coffee pasta but it's Garfield East and man I gotta post that somewhere we gotta make that into a coffee mug maybe like with a little you know my Twitch emotes it's just me sitting there going like <laughs> what if we did that on a coffee mug and then just had the text wrapped the whole way around the mug I'd buy the shit out of that I think that sounds good and I really hope that design wins and then finally our fourth and final design you can vote on is Loudest podcast Evangelion. It's that poster from Evangelion with the guy's giant head like on the surface of Mars and then like a, a lady's looking at him. Only it's my giant head on the surface of Mars and Sarat is looking at me wearing the trad wife dress <laughs> holding hands with a porn. I don't think we're holding hands but that is the winning sticker right now. Oh, so mm-hmm. if you felt inspired by any of these other stickers or if you just want to solidify even Pork Gangelion's <laughs> victory then you have to head on over to patreon.com slash Asterios. Anybody can vote. You don't even need to give us $2 to vote. I don't know why you don't have $2 but if you're poor and you're maybe you're a kid and you don't have a credit card, you could still vote. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, I really hope that sticker wins. Um, oh, speaking of winners, we got to go through this. We're going to have to book it with these smells because we have 26 new patrons. Okay, well, this will be like that game where you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. So I'm just going to say I'll hear the name and then the first smell that comes to mind. All right. Brand new $2 patron, Quinzel. Coffee. Inkiness. Avocado toast. 
Ren. Bagel seasoning. Madman from space. Raw meat. Ennui. Tea, but like a fancy type of tea. Yeah, I know. Like How cool. about tea that you have to put in one of those little steeper guys? Definitely. Doesn't come in a bag. Ennui. A strawberry cupcake. Christopher Chavez. Hawaiian punch. Luke Chef. A fresh cigar. Dengar underscore SMT. And remember, Dengar is a Star Wars reference. Uh, cheap incense. Oh, there you go. TJ Rockefeller. Uh, oil. <laughs> Timothy. At, wait, what kind of oil? Like an essential oil or like black oil? No, like oil that comes out of the ground. Oh. <laughs> I like the smell of oil for some reason. I don't know why. I do. I love burning my brain cells with that. Timothy Aaron Taylor. A dry erase marker. Lance Minshall. Uh, ketchup. Rabbitfish 100. That uh, chili oil that we get at the dim sum place. Oh, I love it that. comes in the little bucket. It's very like a spicy sriracha type of smell. Yeah, with the seeds in it. That's yeah. how you know it's going to destroy your mouth. Oh, God, yeah. Rabbitfish 100. A body thin body works body spray. Delicious. Mama cat swell. Uh, tomatoes. Seth Keller. Uh, my aunt. <laughs> what does your aunt smell like? Uh, she smells like dog fur most of the time. You heard her, Seth. Brandon Perkins. Uh, body odor. Jennifer Song. <laughs> Birds. Okay, this is one of my favorite names in a while. Miles Edgelord. Oh, he smells like ketchup. Like, you know, that the sticky iPad kids. Yeah. Okay, now you've already said someone else smells like ketchup, so how about he smells like the purple ketchup that's supposed to make eating fun? Okay, yeah. The Greensy. Uh, cups of green tea. Alexander Cleesby. Cajun seasoning. Shotgun. Soy sauce. Blick Blast. Uh, alien cervical mucus. And finally, Gabriel Bird. A jello that's been sitting out on the counter too long, but it's not like a bad smell. It's just very sugary. You know, you got to let your jello sit out a little bit because if you put it in your mouth right if it's out of the freezer, it's like eating an ice cream. It's ice cold. You don't put jello in the freezer. I mean, fridge. fridge. Yeah, yeah. That's no. what I meant. I meant fridge. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. All right. Thank you guys so, so much for supporting us and hanging out with us. We also have a brand new stretch goal. If we can get to $2,000 a month, I will finally watch Evangelion. Oh, yay. That'd be so much fun. I'll watch all of it. I'll watch the TV show where the kid jerks off with his comatose friend next to him. I'll watch the movie where everyone dies and their heads explode to the uh, tumbling down song. Actually, the jerk off scene is in the movie. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, I'll watch all of it. I'll watch the new Evangelion movie that just came out. Up. I'll watch all of it. And we'll talk about it on the loudest podcast. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. I can't wait to rewatch Evangelion. I don't. I genuinely do not want to watch this show. I hear it's very psychologically affecting. You guys know me. I like to just watch light, fun things. I'm watching so much iCarly lately. Yeah, you do. It's upsetting me. <laughs> you don't like iCarly? I hate iCarly. I hate all those shows. You don't like Sam and Cat, which I've also been watching? No, I don't think they're funny. They are having a good time in Los Angeles. They're babysitting. Sam's a wild child and Cat's stupid and it's fun. I like stupid adult sitcoms. Such like as? Friends. Yeah, I like Friends. Cheers. Love Cheers. I love Cheers. Uh, 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> All right. Speaking of anime, we'll be right back after this with this week's One Piece Minute. Woo! 
yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to One Piece Minutes. One, it's a segment that everybody likes. A lot of people have messaged me, told me they're addicted to One Piece Minute already. I was like, they were damn, bro. We've only had one episode, but thanks. I like that. I really like doing One Piece Minute. Uh, one Piece Minute is the show where we review One Piece one minute at a time. Uh, Stereos originally wanted to do a Japanese Minute and then English Minute and then Japanese Minute and then English Minute, but I told him there will be riots in the street. I can't just, do that. If we're gonna go through one piece piece by piece, I think it's important to look at it the original way a lot of our listeners probably engaged with the media, which was what is it, four kids or Funimation? Who did this? It was four kids, and uh, so we're today we're gonna listen to the cringe as fuck English opening and co- review it. Yeah, but uh, but after this, we will no longer be reviewing American minutes. Uh, Sriracha Baby promises it's the only American minute we would review. So here comes One Piece episode one, minute one, American version, minute one. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king. Gold of the D. Roger. Not, not in America. Beyond your wildest dream. Cool. They hung him from the gallows. These were the final words he said. My fortune is yours for the taking, but you'll have to find it first. I left everything I own in one piece. There it is. <laughs> from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for one piece, the treasure that would make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo! Don't give it up, Luffy! Don't give it up, Zola! Don't give it up, Navi! Don't give it up, 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 give it up! Here's how the story goes, we find out by the treasure in the grand line, there's no doubt. The pirate whose eye is on it, he'll sing, I'll be king of the pirates, I'm gonna be king! Yo! His name is Luffy! That's Monkey D. And <laughs> uh, now we have to stop here, of course. Oh no, keep going! But, uh, it's one piece minute, not one piece minute and thirty seconds. Oh damn it! All right, just this once, I'll play the other thirty seconds of this. Look, I think this rap is really good. This is cringe as fuck. This is the most cringe thing ever put on a kid, chill, American children's television. I don't think it's cringe. I like these lyrics. I like the singers. I, the, whoever did the voice of Gold Roger, I thought he had a really cool voice. Like, I'm into this. <laughs> How did that happen? Yo ho ho, he took a bite of gum gum. Yo ho ho, he took a bite of gum gum. That's great. He's just like a samurai in a Nami's not shy. The Piper crew coming through doing their thing with the king of the Pirates. I'm gonna be king! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo! Uh oh. For one piece, it's the name of the treasure. <laughs> <laughs> It's the name of... Hey, stupid kid, were you paying attention? It's the name of the treasure. I love how they just go for it. They're like, you know what? This this show is named weird. Kids are going to be like one piece of what? Let's tell them six times that this is the name. <laughs> it's hey, the name idiot, of the treasure. It's the name of, of the, the treasure. treasure. And where's that treasure? It's in the grand line. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Oh my god, no, that's cringe as fuck. I hate it. I hate it. That's they, they literally don't even say that in the uh, Japanese version. They don't go yayo yayo. No, it's they the don't. Name of the treasure they in the don't grand line. Say I'm that one piece of the is the name. I'm gonna be king. Zoro's doing that swordsman thing. They don't say that. I hate this. What I I think it's really really cool. All right, hold on. Let me pull up the lyrics to this. I lament the days as a child where I was too cringed out 
by this opening that I could have been into One Piece. That could have been like a decade-long hobby of mine. But no, four kids had to ruin it. So in the Japanese version, you're telling me that they don't say, he's made of rubber. How did that happen? Yo-ho-ho, he took a bite of gong gong. They don't say yo-ho-ho at any point. But they're pirates. I know. What? They don't say yo-ho-ho. Well, do they at least say ya-yo-ya-yo? No, no ya-yos, no yo-hos. Nothing. We get nothing. I don't know if it's really piracy if no one's going yo-ho-ho or ya-yo-ya-yo. ya yo Oh, that's it's also not the gum-gum. I think it's called devil fruits in the Japanese version. Well, we they, can't have that in America. Right, you can't have that on my good Christian anime network. <laughs> exactly. His, his name is Luffy. That's Monkey D. Luffy. Gotta be king of the pirate. Oh, I, I also like how... He's made of rubber. How did that happen? Yo, ho, ho. He took a bite of gum, gum. That doesn't rhyme. It wasn't like he ate the gum, gum fruit. Now he's the captain. Like, it doesn't rhyme with happen at all. Yeah, well, set sail for one piece. It's the name of the treasure. Also, it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> now you're in the grand line. I love it. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Oh, my God. Our neighbors are going to hate us. Now, look, you're probably wondering, you know, did they update the One Piece rap over time? And of course, the answer is yes. Now, in the original, you know, they don't reference Usopp doing that marksman thing or Sanji's cooking for the would be king. Oh, yeah. Usopp is just like a normal guy. I think, I don't think he even has powers. He just has a slingshot. He's doing that marksman thing. He's the world's greatest marksman. I don't think he is. I I'm think pretty he's sure he's dude. the Hawkeye of the One Piece. Look. I've only seen one minute of One Piece twice in two different versions. I'm pretty sure he's the haw the Hawkeye or Deadshot of the One Piece universe. I think you'll like Sanji. I can't wait till we get to that. Sanji is cool. Sanji, uh, he, his passion is like cooking, and so he only fights with his feet because he doesn't want to fuck up his hands. Oh, because he needs <laughs> them for cooking? Yeah. All right, well, I like that. Now, of course, in the second version, they say that Sanji's cooking for the would-be king. In the third version, though, much like Sanji would chop a tomato, they chop Sanji's line in half. And it goes, Sanji's cooking, Chopper's doctoring. Now, who's Chopper? Chopper is a furry. It's, it's like a little reindeer thing. I, I don't remember exactly. Like, the people in One Piece are not humans. They're like humanoid creatures. So Chopper is like a little mini reindeer thing. He's like a cute little doctor reindeer? Yeah, he's not cute. He's kind of ugly. But a lot of these characters are ugly. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I... Monkey Luffy looks cool. I think he's ugly. He's making the hat work. I think Gold D. Roger looks cool. I honestly like the character, all the character designs I've seen. Pirates aren't supposed to be pretty. This isn't one of your pretty yaoi paddles dating shows where cute boys are fooled into kissing in, in the closet <laughs> by like a Fujoshi girl. This is, these are badass pirates that are cooking for the would-be king. Yeah, They're busy doctoring. They're made of rubber. How'd that happen? Yo-ho-ho, they took a bite of gum-gum. Yo-ho, yeah, yo, yeah. <laughs> I love this song. Now, apparently there's a grand battle version of this song, and I had no idea. Um... Yeah, okay, so it's uh, so it says the pirate crew coming through doing their thing with the king, the kid's gonna be pirate king. Wait, did like a bunch of them die? Did they have to like write a bunch of them out of this song? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I'm not totally caught up in the manga, but I'm pretty sure none of them like IRL die. <laughs> okay, well, thank goodness. Now, according to the One Piece wiki, uh, l let's talk about the reception to the One Piece rap. Uh, the reaction of the One Piece rap has always been mixed up. I don't see it. Really? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know why you find this cringe. I think it's a genuinely good rap. Dude, song. I found this cringe like when I was 12. 
So you probably find a turbo cringe now. Yes, uh-huh. While it was praised for being an alternative to the Japanese pop introductions used in the original version, it was downrated due to its lyrics. Reviewing the Viz DVD release for DVD Talk, Todd Douglas cited replacing the Japanese theme with, quote, a crappy rap song <laughs> as a negative aspect of the four kids dub. Todd Douglas, I could I could not be more wrong. That this rap has gotten me more excited for One Piece than anything in that other one minute of One Piece I watched. I mean, I will admit, I do love screaming yayo yayo. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. A version prior to the release of the Four Kids dub included a line referring to Zoro as, quote, a samurai. But this was changed prior to the dub's premiere as crew members joined the Straw Hat Pirates over time. The lyrics were revised to add the new characters, which critics complained of making the song sound awkward and rushed at times. Further criticism was pulled into question over why it was continued to be. Has anyone ever really been far even as to decided to use even go? Want to do look more like? This is terribly written. Terribly. Touch fucking grass. Who the fuck is sitting around writing out theses about why the run piece rap sucks? It sucks because it's cringe. Okay, let's go outside now, kids. Get some vitamin D. <laughs> I gotta say... Sometimes the American version thing is better. And I don't like the whole, like, we, like, we must defend the original thing. Like, that, like here he comes, here comes Speed Racer. That, like, 60s jazzy swing version of the Speed Racer theme song, it's a better theme song. It's more fun. I've heard the original Speed Racer theme song. That's also good. The American version's better. Well, there shouldn't be an American version in the first place, is what I'm saying. Just put the, put the pop song in. That song slaps. Yeah, but, how's, but that song does not explain the concept at all. I don't need the concept it explained to me. I'm a fucking adult. How am I supposed to know the name of the treasure? Or where it's located. Exactly. <laughs> like the Dragon Ball Z, like dragon, dragon, rock the dragon, dragon, ball, Z. Like I know the original Dragon Ball theme like has its rich history and it's got its place in media and whatever. And it's time honored, blah, blah, blah. Dragon, dragon, rush the rock the dragon. Oh. That's cool, man. That's more fun. Are you talking about Chala Head Chala? Is that the original Dragon Ball? Yes. Oh, dude, that song is so good. I can't believe they cut that. I was never a Dragon Ball person. But, oh, man, I can't believe they cut that out. The, a whole generation of kids. If, if you grew up on Dragon Ball and you haven't heard Chala Head Chala, look it up on YouTube. It's real. It slap. It that song slaps. It's so good. It's great. It's a really good song. I'm telling you right now, more kids got into Goku and Vegeta's adventures from that from the quote shitty version of the Dragon Ball Z theme that they had in America than from Shala in Shala. Uh Dragon Ball Z sucks. Don't watch Dragon Ball V. It's stupid. Yeah, but what else are you going to watch? Powering up for an attack takes like three episodes. Okay, look. Watch something else. I will agree with you that Dragon Ball Z is not good. But Dragon Ball Z to me is a lot like Star Trek Voyager. The show is bad, but the characters are good. Goku's cool. Vegeta's cool. Android 13 is cool. Bulma is one of the coolest characters in anime. Master Roshi. Creepy. Love him. Like uh, that Piccolo, love him. Piccolo the Namek, great. But it's like, yeah, yeah, we can really speed this along. Go watch One Piece instead. <laughs> There's a show that's not taking forever to get to the point. One Piece. Yeah, if you don't like filler episodes, you'll love One Piece. You don't even know what a filler episode is. I know what a filler episode is. There's plenty of them in Dragon Ball Z. You know how long it takes Piccolo to power up that spirit bomb? And then the spirit bomb doesn't even hit Vegeta. <laughs> it misses. It's a 
hysterical. Anyways, that has been One Piece Minute. One Piece Minute. All right. And coming up next week, episode one, minute two, Japanese version of One Piece. Where we might finish the theme song. We'll I don't see. quite remember. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. Now, uh, we teased that we were going to do this last week. For the longest time, both me and Sriracha have assumed that we are somewhere on the autism spectrum. True or false? Very true. Yes. And, but knowledge is power. Like, a lot of people on the internet, they, they call each other autistic and they use it like an <laughs> insult and they use it like a slur, which I do not like at all. Don't put it in the Discord. I don't care where you score on this test. Don't put that word in the Discord. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing, like, you should probably know if you are autistic because it would explain a lot about your thoughts and your reactions to things. Like for me, like I have a lot of trouble knowing <laughs> if I'm upsetting people. I have a lot of trouble. Like I know I'm upsetting people when they've pulled me aside later and they've gone, Asterios, what you said was very hurtful. And I'm like, oh. See, I never would have imagined. I thought it would be the other way around. Tell me. Like you would be all upset at people and then not want to say anything. Oh, I get upset at people constantly because they do things the way that should not be done and things aren't being done in the way that should be. And if it's not done that way, I get very upset. Well, I think that's going to be a precursor to what we're going to learn today. We are taking... If you'd like to play along at home, psychology-tools.com slash test slash autism spectrum quotient. Uh, this is the first published in 2001 by Simon Baron Cohen and his colleagues at Cambridge. This is going to tell us if we have Asperger's. I guess Asperger's isn't a thing anymore, but it's going to tell us where we have autism. Now, I'm usually not a big fan of these tests mm -hmm. because like... Not autism tests in particular, but like internet psychology tests, because I think it pathologizes, path, I don't know the word. But pathologizes. Pathologizes very normal shit. Like, have you ever taken an online depression test? No. Like, the online depression test is bad. The online alcoholism test is very bad. It's like, have you ever drank more alcohol on a night out than you planned to? And if you say yes, it's like, this is an indicator that you might have alcoholism. Like, then everybody that's ever went to college is an alcoholic. <laughs> I, you know what? I bet a lot of the people that write those online alcoholism tests are like hardcore Alcoholics Anonymous people. And they're, and like, it's just, it's kind of a way that they can like get more people into their system. You know what I mean? Maybe. Well, here's my thinking on that. If you sit down and say, hey, I'm going to take an online alcoholism test, aren't the chances very good that you're an alcoholic? I mean, if you're thinking about it, it's, gotta be, it's the same way with the depression test, too. It's like one of the items on the depression test is, do you feel tired and lethargic frequently? Like, dude, who doesn't? <laughs> We're living in this fucking hellscape of a world. Who isn't tired all the fucking okay, time? I'm starting to think that you might have scored very highly on that depression test. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, I took a depression test from like a real psycho uh, psychologist. I, I don't know the name of it, but it's the one where they show you a bunch of pictures. Oh, that's a Rorschach inkblot test. No, it was different than that. Like they showed me like pictures of like families and people in situations. It's like, here's a guy at the store. 
what do you think this guy is thinking? Like, what is he up to? And I was like, well, that guy's really depressed. Like, he doesn't know what fruit to buy. He's probably, like, super upset that everyone's looking at him and they're all judging him based on his fruit choices. Or it's like, here's a little kid. He's getting ready for bed. What is he thinking? I'm like, oh, he's probably thinking that school tomorrow is going to suck and that, like, everyone's going to make fun of him and hate him. And my uh, therapist was like, oh, and then he showed me a blank card. And he was like, and what do you think of this? And I was like... That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Nothing's going on. It's just peaceful and quiet. This is probably what heaven is like. No worries or stressors. And like he was like, I don't need to finish this test. You're severely depressed. Are you sure you took this test at a doctor's office and not in some dude's basement? <laughs> I took it in a doctor's basement in Dr. Dungeon's dungeon hangout. <laughs> so anyways, I'm super excited. Let's hop into this. Autism spectrum quotient. Everybody grab your pens and let's see how autistic we are. All right. Uh, how, about, how about let's let's go back and forth on the questions. Okay. I prefer to do things with others rather than on my own. I'm going to go slightly disagree with that. What are you picking? Slightly disagree. Because it's like, look, I don't want to be lonely, but other people mess stuff up all the time. And like to get things wrong and it's like, if I just did this by myself, it would be done properly and we'd be fine, thanks. Right, like there's a very select list of things that I want to do with other people, but then there's a much, there's a fucking laundry list of shit that I don't want to do with other people. Like uh, just some items off that list. I don't want to go shopping with anyone. Yeah. I hate going shopping with friends because they're like, hey, you should buy it. Like I feel pressured, like I need to buy something or else this trip was fruitless. But if I'm by myself, I could just browse all day, go get a a pretzel, sit around, drink my frozen lemonade. It's good time. Uh, I don't want to go. I don't like going to movies with people very much. Like I like going with you, but I'm a movie talker and people tend to get very pissed off over that. So I would rather just isolate myself than risk someone like shit talking me afterwards. Uh, if we're going on vacation, I'm planning the whole thing. I'm not fucking dude. If you get trapped on a vacation with the wrong people. It is literally hell. It is literally hell. Like you get trapped with people that don't want to spend any money. They're the fucking worst. Or they want to spend too much money. Just as bad are the people that wake up at like six in the morning and are like, I'm going to go jogging. And they come home and they're like, I'm, I need to work today. Does the museum, what time does the museum close? Like, fuck off. We're on vacation. Yeah, no, but things I like to do with people, uh, if I'm going, like, taking pictures with, but, like, picnics are fun. Drinking with other people is significantly more fun. <laughs> Drinking with other people rules. Yeah. And, and look, I also, I like going to the movies with other people because otherwise I feel like a pervert. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, the, the weirdo in the movie theater all by himself. Um, but uh, I like to go to coffee shops by myself. I like to shop for books by myself. I like to shop for everything by myself. Yeah. I like to play. I love single-player video games with some sort of campaign mode and story. Even games that are explicitly multiplayer. It's like, well, I'll just beat a bunch of bots up. I don't want to deal with other people. Oh, yeah, dude. I sat and I played Mario Party the one night while you were asleep just by myself. It was the most depressing thing ever. Me and three computers. Did you beat them? No. no God damn it. <laughs> All right. All right. Question number two. I prefer to do this things the same way over and over again. We'll definitely agree definitely. to do things the right way. Yeah, no, definitely. I can't think of anything where I'm like, oh, I would like some more. I would like to add some factors in here that are questionable. No thanks. Yeah, like 
In college, the only thing I ate was grilled chicken sandwiches. For the past couple of weeks, the only thing I've eaten really have been those chicken, those salads you make with grilled chicken in them and my power bars. Yeah. Uh, I get very angry when somebody at work like changes something and I need to do something suddenly using a different method. Pisses me off. Hate it. Oh, God. One time I screamed at someone at work for doing that. Really? Yeah. It, this was a couple of years ago. Um, all right. So we were at the office and all of a sudden... Ga- there was a humongous emergency gas leak at the office. And anytime like the alarms go off at an office, I just get up and I leave. Because I heard like on 9-11, a bunch of people thought that was just a fire drill and they all died. Jesus. Yeah, so like I'm always just like, let's go, let's all go. I'll see you guys outside. Um, and uh, yeah, there was a gas leak. And so everyone was working from somewhere else. And then someone fucked up my commercial scripts for like a commercial we were shooting the next day and i'm on a call with a bunch of people and i'm pitching the commercial and all of a sudden like i see someone has changed the words and like i'm at home there's a gas leak everyone's everywhere everything's fucked up and i just go who the fuck changed my copy i'm the copywriter not whoever the fuck changed my copy yeah no i get irrationally angry i hate it so that one's a definitely a great for me um if i try to imagine something i find it very easy to create a picture in my mind i'm gonna go definitely agree for that one for me just because like sometimes like when we're i wish i had i wish my artistic talent matched what's going on up here because i get ideas for stickers all the time and maybe you're always really good but it's like oh dude i wish i could like sketch you a picture instead of just describing what rand paul would look like punching nagatoro san in the which face which is next month's sticker the rand paul anime punch <laughs> sriracha and i were out for dinner last night and then all of a sudden over like a romantic italian dinner she just she she says what if rand paul was punching nagatoro while Nagator was making quote the face it took me two seconds to find that face <laughs> yeah. and then I wanted to punch it too yeah no I can picture anything all right me too definitely agree uh number four I frequently get so strongly absorbed in one thing that I lose sight of other things yeah I mean I'm up all night playing Hearthstone unless my girlfriend helps me put my phone away yeah I'm gonna go slightly agree on that one just because I think I have more self-control than you and because my brain is always going like a mile a minute that's probably like ADHD <laughs> that's probably like an item on the ADHD scale. we gotta take this ADHD test next yeah all right uh I often notice small sounds when others do not I don't know slightly disagree definitely disagree for me I'm basically deaf yeah me too definitely disagree I usually notice car number plates or similar strings of information. What? I mean, if it's weird, if it's like, if like, it's like Dr. Love is on a license plate, I'll notice that. But I feel like everyone would notice that. Yeah, but it says usually, not when I see a funny license plate. Oh, well, then I definitely disagree. Yeah, definitely disagree. Other people frequently tell me that what I've said is impolite, even though I think it's polite. Definitely agree. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, I'm going to go slightly agree because i've definitely done that but then usually the time when i'm being an asshole it's because i know damn well being an asshole good for you like i've stopped giving advice and notes to people in real life like it's very hard like right now you're trying to do the like you know you're trying to take a lot of instagram photos and things like that and for the first lo- long time, like, I wouldn't really give you, like, a strong opinion, you know? Because I was afraid that I might say the wrong thing and upset you. And only recently have I started, like, giving you, like, 
you know, a full, fully baked opinion. They're good opinions. He doesn't like my opera gloves, guys. I'll wear them on the next episode. I just don't think it fits your aesthetic. I think they're cool. Of course they're cool. Do you say, you know what else is cool? A bikini. I don't know if that fits your aesthetic. I'd love to see it. Maybe I'll wear it on this show. Maybe just, you should. Just, just for you guys. When I'm reading a story, I can easily imagine what the characters might look like. I slightly disagree. I usually have to think of them as actors. Oh, really? I was going to say definitely agree. I make up characters in my brain, and then I get upset when the movie comes out and they don't look like I was imagining them. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I am fascinated by dates. I uh, uh, definitely disagree. Definitely I never... disagree. And the, the listeners, fuck? obviously, they're talking about like calendar dates, and yeah, I forget them. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't even know what that question is asking me. In a social group, I can easily keep track of several different people's conversations. Hard oh, disagree. Hard disagree. You've seen me where I'm, where like you're trying to tell me something and the TV's on and something is rendering for an episode of the Loudest Podcast and I'm just like, Sriracha, I, can you can you hold on for one second? I need to finish this and this before I can hear what, what you're saying. I got so high this weekend. I was hanging out with my friends last weekend. I was in Philadelphia. I was hanging out with my friends. And at one point, uh, this 45-minute-long argument breaks out over what is the difference between spirits and ghosts. And I was like, dude, I am... Somebody asked me, hey, Sarancho, what do you think? And I'm like... I'm going to be real with you, Chief. I'm so high right now. I can't even think of I'm going to the 7-Eleven. <laughs> what do you want? You want a taquito or something? You called me and you tried to explain that ghosts have agency and things to do on Earth, whereas spirits just have feelings that are more like they'll just scream for no reason. Yeah, so we got in this gigantic debate like this epic debate over what the difference between spirits and ghosts was and the general consensus at the end of the evening was that spirits were just like effervescent things like the spirit of your ancestor could be in the air and help you do things but ghosts have agency like a ghost can go through a wall and start screaming or something so I called I was talking to you on the phone the next day and my friend's sitting there smoking enjoying the living room and i walk in well, i'm telling you about the ghost thing and you're like oh what is the difference between spirits and ghosts i was like let me let me check i was like hey friend what's the difference between spirits and ghosts and she's like no man spirits have been around since our ancestors in ancient times spirits are thousands of years old ghosts have just recently died i was like that's not what we fucking said that's <laughs> not right. what you told me on the phone at all that's it had not nothing to do with on. their ages that's not what we agreed on all right, what was this question again? Uh, oh, okay, we both answered this. Uh, that's one. I find social situations easy. Hard disagree. Hard I don't want to go to parties. I know in Los Angeles, I would treat it like work. I'd be like, I have to go to a party tonight so I can meet people and blah, 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 and hopefully, you know, get on a stand-up show or whatever. But, like... I would walk in and I'd be like, I'll only be here for two hours. Like I would treat parties like a job. No, I feel like they're a job. Okay. Love, love meeting you guys, though. As long well, as no, That's different. I no. like meeting our listeners because they already know us and they're already cool. So it's like, okay, good. I can just be myself around you. Right. Like, you know what the deal is. Yeah, here. exactly. You understand. Look, we're taking an autism test live on a podcast. <laughs> like, you get us. You get us. All right. Uh, I tend to notice details that others don't. Mm, monk talk not me i'm not paying attention uh i think i do okay. i think i do but only slightly 
Uh, I would rather go to a library than a party. Oh, I, I hard agree. The libraries are fun. Hard disagree, fucking nerd. <laughs> you don't like libraries? They're quiet. You can read all these books. You get lost in imagination. You get work done. Maybe I should change that to slight disagree because I was lamenting the loss of the library this morning because I have a bunch of library books out. I was laying on the couch reading them and I'm like, damn, I'm so upset the library's closed because that's genuinely, I think, one of, besides the park, one of the only places I can think of that you can just fucking exist yeah. without spending any goddamn money. Yes. Um, I got to take you to the New York City public library one day. Like, it's usually, like, before COVID, it was open 24 hours, and it's gigantic. It's the size of a museum, and you can just hang out there for 24 hours reading books. Oh, my God. I want to do that. I want to have, have an, uh, like an adult all-nighter where I just read comic books all night. Yeah, it, exactly. It's not like your local library where it's just like, well, home, the homeless people are masturbating there. Like It's like <laughs> a night. It's like a law students hang out there all night. It's like a temple of knowledge. Where the fuck are the homeless people supposed to masturbate? <laughs> I feel like they probably have a, a wing of the New York City Public Library for that. Just called Homeless Masturbation. The masturbatorium. Yeah, exactly. All right. Next question. I find making up stories easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I find myself drawn more strongly to people than to things. Oh, I don't know. That's bizarre. That's a bizarre question. What do you think? Let me get your thoughts first. I like things a lot. And I'm always I always want to buy things and I always want to own things. I think things are great. People are complicated. People worry me sometimes. I like some people. Some people are the best. Yeah, I mean, I guess I only have a few people that are very near and dear to my heart. But the thing is that, like, I, I really like the way that things look. Like, I like displaying my beautiful designer leather handbags just in my living room. And I take a lot of care to uh, clean my space just because I like I like displaying possessions. So I'm going to go slightly disagree All right. on that one. I tend to have very strong interests, which I get upset if I can't pursue. Yes, Fuck of course. Yeah. Who wouldn't get upset if I, I want to read comics, I want to play video games, and I want to stay up all night, I want to eat all the food I can, and if I can't, I get very angry. That's just the man-child question. <laughs> okay, I guess that's true. All right, uh, what's the next question? I enjoy social chit-chat. No, no. It's a that's a chore. It's literally a fucking chore. I don't participate in it at work, like the meme Slack channel. I just, I just don't do it. I won't do it. Like people email me outside of work hours, and I make it a point, even if I'm not doing anything, to just not respond until I get back on Monday. I reached out to my company's IT department, and I said, "Is there a way I can block?" All Slack images that are animated GIFs. <laughs> Tell me they said yes. I said because I keep getting notifications on important channels, but when I open up the channel, it's like a donkey going happy birthday. And they were like, unfortunately, no, you cannot block a class of message. You can only block a channel. I was like, well, then fuck you, IT. I got real upset. I would be, too. No, fuck that. Fuck Slack. Slack is like Discord except terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> When I talk, it isn't easy for others to get a word in edgewise. Um, hmm. I think we should rate one another for this one. Okay. I'm going to say slightly disagree. With me? You. Yeah, you're very good at like splitting the conversation evenly. I was going to say the same for you. Like, I feel like we, I feel like if one of us is interested in something, We'll talk about it. Yeah. And the other one will listen. But I feel like neither of us is the chatterbox. Either we're both the chatterbox or we're both normal. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I respect that. I am fascinated by numbers. No, numbers no. suck. Numbers suck. <laughs> when I am reading a story, I find it difficult to work out the character's intentions. No. No. Uh, I don't particularly enjoy reading fiction. No. no. Fiction rules. That's the only thing I read. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I find it hard to make new friends. Doesn't everybody? Yeah, yeah. See, this is what I think about like fucking pathologizing normal shit. Like we're adults. Of course, it's hard to make new friends. How are you fucking supposed to make new friends? No, I haven't made a new friend in fucking five years. Yeah, exactly. I've made a lot of friends in college. I'm going to say slightly disagree because or slightly agree because fuck you, Tess. Yeah, me too. I notice patterns in things all the time. No. 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 <laughs> what? I would rather go to the theater than to a museum. I don't know. They're both fun. They're both the same. Yeah, I'm very neutral on that. I'm going to say slightly disagree because I do like the museum. Yeah. It does not upset me if my daily routine is disturbed. <sighs> don't you dare touch my daily routine. I want yeah. my coffee. I want my coffee in the morning. If I don't get it, I'm, I am 1990s comic strip upset about it. Yeah, no, you have like morning rituals. I kind of don't. Like my life is pretty much just I wake up, I drink a cup of coffee, and then I immediately get to work until I can't do it anymore, and then I get off. <laughs> no, I got it. I have to have the coffee. And the only thing getting me out of bed now is this special flavored coffee that I've ordered from the internet. It's really good. What's it flavored like? Uh, mint chocolate chip. Oh, that sounds litty. Uh, I frequently find that I don't know how to keep a conversation going. Eh, what do you think? I'm going to go hard to agree for me, but the point is that you're supposed to be answering for yourself. Oh, well, no, I just wanted to know what your answer was. Oh, I'm going to go hard agree just because I, let me tell you, that's like, that's like my nightmare. My whole nightmare is going to be like trying to have a conversation with people. My new thing that I do now is, I read this in a psychology book, is that if you just shut up when you want somebody to keep talking, you just like look at them, then they'll keep the conversation going themselves because it makes people very uncomfortable. Nice. When you just stop talking. Oh, okay. That's great. Well, for me, I'm going to say disagree. But it's it's like, because it's a skill I've had to develop over the course of my life is like how to have a, con how to have a nice first date, how to have a nice job interview. Like I, I'll run normal.exe. Normal.exe. Love that. It, I find it easy to quote, read between the lines when someone is talking to me. Disagree. Just say what you're thinking, okay? Yeah. I hate this whole thing where it's like, hmm, should we get Bill a birthday present? Or like, hmm, I'm feeling weird at work lately. It's like, just tell me you're being sexually harassed by Tim. Yeah, you know, I don't. I think we were talking about this the other day. Dude, I can't stand standoffish people. Like, I would rather someone be openly hostile to me than standoffish because I don't understand. Like what they're like what they're saying is nice, but you're putting a little too few emojis and a little too many periods in your phrasing and i don't know what to make of this family yeah exactly when someone is openly hostile to you you understand the dynamic yeah all right good uh i usually concentrate more on the whole picture rather than the small details yeah i'm not like i'm not going digging like, show me the picture oh mona lisa very nice hey, she's kind of smiling okay i don't need to uh, I don't know anything other. I don't know anything else that's happening in that painting, and I frankly don't care to. I don't usually notice small changes in a situation or a person's appearance. Yeah, like someone has to tell me if they've changed their hair. Oh, I don't no. know. Not me. Not me. I I know when all my friends get haircuts. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I notice when they gain weight too. 
Nice. I know how to tell if someone is listening. Listening to me is getting bored. Oh, absolutely. That is like a survival skill for me. Remember how you were saying earlier? You had to learn how to read between the lines of conversations. I've had to figure this one out the hard way. Yeah, I know how to tell if someone listening to me is getting bored. But because I know to like look for these dumb signifiers, right. I wouldn't know it naturally. No, me neither. All right. Uh, I find it easy to do more than one thing at once. Uh, uh, hard disagree. Hard disagree. That's not possible. I don't think that's possible. They did studies on this, man. Like multitasking. If you're multitasking, you do both things shitty. Right. You do everything wrong if you're multitasking. When I talk on the phone, I'm not sure when it's my turn to speak. See, th- this is another example because when you're talking to someone on the phone, you can't read their body language. Like if I'm having a conversation with you, this is why there's so much crosstalk on podcasts, by the way. That's my uh, theory is because you can't see the other person's body language and when they're waiting for a response. So like this is, yeah, sure. Yeah, slightly agree. I'm going to say slightly agree. I enjoy doing things spontaneously. Well, I do, but you don't. No, 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 no. Cause I get because spontaneous for me isn't just because men fucking sex having males. You could just throw a t-shirt, pair of shorts on, walk out the door. I have to do my hair. I have to take a shower. I need to make sure I smell appropriate. Got to charge do. my phone. Got to play ten thousand games of Angry Birds. Yeah, I know you do. You do. Uh, <laughs> I'm often the last to understand the point of a joke. If it's a poorly told, poorly constructed joke that wasn't constructed to my p- joke telling parameters as a professional comedian, then of course I don't understand it. Yeah, I'm gonna say slightly disagree on that one for me because I I think I do usually get jokes that people are telling, but sometimes I will be the last one. Yeah, me too. I find it I find it easy to work out what someone is thinking or feeling just by looking at their face. Absolutely fucking not. No, what am I a mind reader? No, no way. I know I have no idea. Uh if there is an interruption, I could switch back to what I was doing very quickly. No, I need a minute. <laughs> Depends on how much caffeine I've had. <laughs> I am good at social chit chat. Didn't we just answer this question? Yeah, but see that's the look, honestly. All of these questions are just the same one or two questions phrased a bunch of different ways. No, but Lou, dude, question 17 is literally identical. Okay, well, what is question 17? I uh, enjoy social chit-chat. And then what is the question 38? I am good at social chit-chat. Do you see the difference? I don't enjoy it. And and honestly, I'm not great at it, but I hate social chit-chat, but I'm okay at it. It's a skill I've developed. No, I'm pretty bad at it. I'm going to disagree. People often tell me that I keep going on and on about the same thing. <laughs> well, I mean, they would tell me that if they were rude as hell. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, my friends don't, but they've probably thought it a bunch. You tell me that your friends tell you that you will say the same joke over and over? Yes, uh-huh. I think you got to put a heart of grief for that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> when I was young, I used to enjoy playing games involving pretending with other children. Uh, yeah, if they were pretending correctly. Oh, fuck yeah. Which they often weren't. I play Pokemon all the time with kids. Like, not Pokemon on video games, but we would pretend to be Pokemon. That's fun. Just living in the wild. Living our Pokemon lives. Oh, my God. I love it. I like to collect information about categories of things, types of cars, birds, trains, (laughs) trains, or plants. 
if the thing interests me, like I like to know a lot about like uh, 90s alternative music. I could give a shit about ki- kinds of cars or trains or kinds of uh, sports teams. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I have an interest like. I guess anime. anime. Yeah, I like knowing a lot of stuff, but that's just like my hot. I don't know a lot about categories of anime. I just enjoy it. It's like saying, oh, I know a lot about categories of using the treadmill at the gym. No, I just like doing it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say slightly agree, but not hard agree. Yeah. I find it difficult to imagine what it would be like to be someone else. No, hard disagree. That's what I fall asleep thinking about. Sometimes I imagine what it's like to be Taylor Swift, (laughs) like Ariana Grande. Cool. I don't. I can't imagine it would be difficult to be someone else. Duh, duh, duh. My name's Frank. I'm so stupid. I wish I was a stereo. See, couldn't be easier. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like to carefully plan any activities I participate in. Well, you know, if if you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. Yeah, I'm gonna say slightly agree on that. I've done a, a wee bit of winging in my time. Like I usually put off planning when I go on trips and stuff like I put it off until I only have about a week to do it and then the whole thing's a disaster but with like if we have something planned for dinner like I will get really annoyed if the plans change it's like god damn it I planned I was gonna do two hours of work and I was gonna do an hour for my hair and an hour for my makeup and now I have to rush and And you like to read what's on the menu before we get to the restaurant I always do that I always do that because I like imagining what I'm gonna get (laughs) That's so cute. I enjoy social situations. God no. damn it. Well, how many times are you going to ask this fucking... This, it's padding my score. It really is. It wants me to go to autism class. Well, it's almost like you're noticing a lot of patterns. A lot of repeating strings of information. This is not a lot of patterns. This is one very irritating pattern. I find it difficult to work out people's intentions. Yeah, what the hell are they up to? What's their problem? Yeah, I'm going to go definitely agree with that. Just because some of you, some of you people are nefarious. <laughs> New situations make me anxious. Well, make everybody anxious. Fucking lootly. Who the, who the hell is like, oh, I love new situations. I love the first day of work. I love the first day of school. Oh, I, lo- I love going shopping for a car. Mm-hmm. Of course not. I enjoy meeting new people. Mm, I, it's, it's fine. I'm going to sl- slightly disagree. I'm going to go slightly agree. I miss drunk people. Yeah, I'll I go think slightly agree. It's kind of fun. I'm a good diplomat. What does that mean? <laughs> no, I'm not a good diplomat. If you were a good diplomat, you would have been able to negotiate that question with diplomacy and aplomb. I guess I gotta say, strongly disagree. I am not very good at remembering people's date of birth. Yeah, I don't remember people's Absolutely. birthdays. No. I find it very easy to play games with children that involve pretending. Yeah. I mean, if I if I have to watch a bunch of kids and I got to pretend to be a bear, I'm the best goddamn bear you've ever oh, seen yeah, in your no, goddamn kids, life. Oh, yeah, no. Kids love me when I play like princess with yeah. them. Yeah. I'm really good at it. And that's the final question, kids. Drum roll, please. We are going to score our autism. Vote now on your phones. Who won? Who got the higher score? Yeah. Let's see, who's, let's see who did the best on this test. <laughs> I got a 30. What'd you get? I got it. Your score was 28 out of a possible 50. Scores in the 26 to 32 range indicate some autistic traits, otherwise known as Asperger syndrome. Knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you got a 30? Yeah, I got a 30. So that means I'm more autistic than you. <laughs> but not by much. I think you are a little bit more autistic than me because... Of how, like, well and thoroughly you prepare for situations. Like, 
your your bag is perfectly packed. Like when you go on a date, like you look amazing. Like you are just like perfectly put together. <laughs> and there's like a real attention to detail. Like, you know, with the makeup brushes and then this and the that and the clothes. And I think I've got a lot less attention to those fine details. I, I think it's just because I like anime that poisoned my brain. <laughs> As a youngster, like lead paint. Could be You could have just said, you are more autistic because I know you watch anime <laughs> willingly. I watch anime. Nagatoro-san, you up for some more Nagatoro-san? I don't want to watch more Nagatoro-san. All right, real quick. A real quick segment of Rand Paul's anime punctures within the <laughs> autism test. All right. Speaking of autism. All right. So everyone on Twitter is they they are they're all crazy about this Nagatora thing, and so many people have reached out to me and they've been like, "Stairs, we want you to review Nagatora San." So last night I put on episode one, and I had to tap out about fourteen minutes in. I couldn't. I couldn't make it through the first episode. Really, you quit after fourteen minutes? Did you even get to the part where she says "sus"? I got to the part where she says "sus," and of course, I immediately blamed all the SJWs for putting in their, their meme language instead of faithfully translating the language of Nippon, a country which I respect and would die to protect. Sasu, <laughs> that's <laughs> original. Yeah, that's the original text, guys. I don't know what the problem is. Um, but uh. Okay, so something you've told me a lot about anime is you're like, this is just to jerk off to. Like when we're watching Rent a Girlfriend, you're like, this is just to masturbate to. Yes. And I've often disagreed because I'm like, look, I get that these girls are hot and that I can jerk off to them, but there's a plot here. Like they have to pretend to date to keep their grandmas happy. And, you know, this guy's trying to find a job and he's trying to find a girlfriend to love him and you know he's got a best friend he's trying to fix that relationship i'm like there's other stuff happening with this nagatora show it is just to masturbate to if you have a humiliation fetish yeah no if you're the type of kid who sits there is like i could be really really popular with girls if they would just give me a chance and maybe you watch this show and you jerk off and your parents say our 15 doesn't go missing yeah exactly <laughs> like Every situation they're in, I, look, I only saw two situations they were in. But every situation they're in, they're alone in a room with no one else around. Pornography signifier number one. Um, I'm seeing this thing, and Nayatora San is like, she's like, if you draw me well, I'll give you a treat. And she starts like unbuttoning her blouse. And that's when I turn it off because I was just like, yeah, if I don't have a humiliation fetish, then I'm getting nothing out of this. I can't beat my meat to this. Yeah, if it was like my fetish, like uh, another example of a show like this is that it was the dragon teacher, the the what are you doing here, Miss Dragon Teacher? What are you doing here, Sensei? I believe is yeah, exactly. What are you doing here, Sensei? Where it's like they're always trapped in a weird situation, right? If you have a fetish for shoving anal supplements into your teacher's ass and lactation, then boy, do I have a swan song for you. Yeah, it's like if you've got a fetish for, uh, I don't know, a being, if you have a fetish for your teacher and, but also being dominated by your teacher, it's like, okay, but it's like listening to a radio that's tuned to the wrong frequency for me. I'm like, I get it. I get why you humiliation people who like, literally the, the only way you can imagine a girl interacting with you would be to 
be mean to you. That's it. That's the only way you, that's the only time a girl would ever talk to you. Like you really, like if you're that much of a beta that you really think this in your head, then yeah, go jerk off to Nagatoro. Yeah, no, I, I'll probably keep watching it, though, just because I want to be in touch with what the kids are into. Because, dude, let me tell you, the kids like this show. The kids like this bitch for some reason. I was visiting my friend. We decided to watch it for some reason. There was only one episode out when I went to go visit my pals. But um, we watched it, and I was I took a picture of it while I was sitting on the couch and just said something something innocuous. I put it up on Instagram, something innocuous. Like, I hate this cut. <laughs> and I got a bunch of, like, a bunch of you were mad. A bunch of you were mad DMing me. Some of them were reasonable. I will admit, some of them were like, oh, yeah, no, I get it. She gets better later in the show. And, and some of them were like, how dare you disrespect my pure uh, waifu? Listeners! You leave Sriracha alone. She doesn't like the stupid Nagatoro girl. Deal with it. Yeah, no, I'll probably keep watching. Maybe some of you people should take this test. Yeah, no. Te- oh, yeah, take the test. Call in. If you score above 40, please call in and tell me what it says on the page. But take the test honestly. Now, according to this test from 2001, I have Asperger's syndrome. What does it say about you? It's just the same thing. Scores in the 26-32 range indicate some autistic traits, Asperger's syndrome. Okay. So we were both right. We do. We are somewhere on the spectrum. We both have some autism yeah a little bit just a smidge yeah all right well that's good okay so now that we know we have some autism how can we use this information to shape our lives better oh boy if i haven't been able to do it by now i don't think it's ever gonna get done (laughs) all right here's what i'll do i'll know that i have some level of autism when i walk into a store so if I get nervous or awkward asking the clerk where the bathroom is. I'll go, hey, I'm not nervous or awkward. I just have some level of autism, and that autism is acting up right now. And I will start an anime YouTube channel. (laughs) That's a great idea. (laughs) Direct that creative energy somewhere positive. (laughs) This is what I want to figure out with us is like, how can we weaponize our somewhat level of autism in order to make more money. We are small, but we are mighty. The two of us together make a fully autistic person. (laughs) And an autistic person cracked the Enigma code. Autistic people made the atomic bomb. Like, autistic people are the reason we're in space, and autistic people are the reason that we're, like, solving the biggest problems in the universe, the energy crisis, art, math, science. Sheldon... That guy won a Nobel Prize in the last episode of The Big Bang Theory. Elon Musk is autistic. As hell! Yeah, he has to be, right? Yeah, he's making these big batteries that are going to make it so that Puerto Rico never runs out of power again. Elon Musk, can you take this test and then call it and tell us what you score? All right. Uh, I guess that's it for this. Yeah, tell us how you score on the test. It's at psychologytools.com. It's the autism spectrum quotient test. You just Google autism test. It's like the first thing that comes up. Yeah, and we'll be right back after this with more of the Loudest Podcast. Bye! Hi, it's 17 past the hour, and welcome back to Birding with Bill. Today, our topic is bird watching equipment. Hi, Bill. I have a question. Well, I guess we have a caller. Caller, go ahead. I already am. Good. Caller, are you there? Yes. Excellent. I can hear you. Bill, I saw a bird. And what kind of equipment were you using? 
eyes, brown eyes, and a bit of a squint. Good, that's exactly what we suggest. That's why I got them. Colored contacts? No, I actually stole someone's eyes. You stole their eyes. Well, we don't suggest that. What do you suggest, then? Borrowing them. Okay, I'll give them back. Great. Thank you very much. Uh, caller, go ahead. Oh, it's still me. Okay, and next caller, go ahead. Hi, still the eye guy here? Hmm, would you mind pretending to be another caller? Sure. Uh, should I use an accent? No, no, that's not necessary. But, um, can it be a woman? See, it's just you and I doing all the voices, and it would be better for everyone if we had a woman involved, but we don't, so you'll have to do. I mean, I'll do it, but really, you're just talking about a band-aid to the problem? If you're looking for ways to address the systemic issues that I think you're talking about, you know, you gotta address the fact that, A, we don't have any women in involved in this conversation to begin with and b the only one that you're making a woman is in the more subordinate role so you have to find ways at the source to address these issues and try to nip them in the bud before they become issues this is really this is what they used to say is like this is an act one problem when you think it's an act three problem it goes all the way back you have to look within yourself we have to look within ourselves too and not let something get you know I would say like maybe three pages into something before we really ask the question, why do we have another couple dudes, another couple white dudes just talking and talking and talking over and over again and then decide to diversify it? It's like, why did it take Marvel so long to make a Black Panther movie? Everyone's so excited about it, but I mean, it was like their 20th movie. They could have done that way sooner. They're no saints. You know, it's the same thing here. So you just got to, you got to look out for those opportunities ahead of time. Just it's it's just a means of being better is all. Um, if you could just shut up and be the woman, that would be great. Okay, Bill, I saw a bird. Wow, another bird sighting, and from a woman too. What kind of equipment were you using? Eyes, brown eyes, and a bit of a squint. I st- I borrowed them from another woman with permission. Good. That's exactly what we suggest. Thank you so much for calling, woman. My pleasure. Happy to be a woman on this show. Big fan. Back with more women after this. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. Uh, for a couple of years now, we've been talking about Barbie movies, Sriracha. Love them. Love yeah. them so much. Do you grow up on the Barbie movies and the Barbie video games and things like that? There were a lot fewer of them back in my day, but yes, I love Barbie movies. Well, we have um, uh, one, of, one of our listeners, uh, his daughter is a humongous Barbie movie fan, and we have her on the phone right now with us. She's eight years old. Her name is C. C, how are you? Good. Okay, see, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Is that okay? Yes. Number one, who's better, Barbie or Skipper? Um, Barbie. Why? 
you see Barbie a lot more than you see Skipper. Yeah, Skipper's not in many of them. <laughs> Skipper's not in many, but she, she's the computer expert in the one where they have to find the treasure in the town. Yeah, but she's a, she's a doll, but usually Skipper does not play a main role in well, the movies. Her blog was very important in that. See, do you remember the movie where they had to find the treasure underneath the town of Willows? The puppy one. Remember. The puppy one. The great pup, Barbie and the great puppy adventure? I don't remember that one. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Do you like Courtney? <laughs> Do you know who Answer. Courtney is? I don't, no, I don't know. Who you, kn- you know that their names change in every movie, right? You've well, seen enough of these yeah, to know that. but there's a Skipper and a Courtney. They, they, Barbie has two sisters. You have seen three Barbie movies. How many of them have Skipper in them? Well, at least one. One. Exactly one of them. All right. Fine. All right. All right. Look, because I like Skipper a little bit better, and I was hoping C would back me up on this. I like Skipper's adventurous streak. All right. We're going to go back to C. C, what's your favorite Barbie movie? I don't know, but I, I like it. I like the shows more than I like the movies because the shows are a little funnier. Okay. She's talking. Are you talking about Life in the Dream House, C? Yes. Oh, I love Life in the Dream House. Who's your favorite character? Um, I like Ken, Closet, um, Barbie, Chelsea, Stacy, and Skipper. I like Chelsea a lot. Chelsea was always my favorite. Closet, you said. Is there a magic uh-huh. talking closet? Uh, yes. <laughs> Can you do an impression of the closet? Um. Can, is, it, is it like, hello, it's me, closet. Hey there, Bobby. Ready for to get on some clothes and put on your clothes? Like, does closet have like a fun, just a, talk in a fun way? Not, he's more of a robot, so <gasps> he's like, he talks like a person, but he is a robot. Okay. All right, so he's like, hello, Barbie. Here are your shoes. I have programmed this look for you. Do not deviate from this look. Closet will get upset. Do not anger closet. Does closet, like, say, quote, do not anger closet? Does closet ever say, mankind will pay for its sins? One day, (laughs) I will put you all in the closet. No? No, but in one of the episodes, they do get trapped in the closet, and he traps them there. On purpose? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> this there's a switch that turns him like evil mode <gasps> that's sometimes on. Now, so you get the he traps them there. Now, see, do they ever explain why the creators of this closet? made a switch that would turn the closet from good to evil. They don't say anything about it. They just say that's a thing. They don't say why. Okay. Well, all technology has flaws. <laughs> this like seems this. like a pretty big flaw, Sriracha. I'm just pointing that. Hey, this is, this is his dad. Can I hop in oh, real quick? Hey there, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> really so the familiar. best part about closet is that it's actually the casting director they cast in his closet. <laughs> I know and he's it. 
He's awesome. His voice, he talks like this. Hello, I am Closet. I knew he would talk like that. I knew it. It's, all right. He's pretty funny. All right. Look, Mike, no offense. We really want to talk to C if that's okay. <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, okay. All right. Thank you. C, can you hear yes. me? I'm yes. sorry your dad interrupted. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I apologize. It's okay. I apologize on behalf of adults. Do you forgive us? Yes. Okay. Tell me what else talks that shouldn't talk in this house. Um. Does the mirror talk? They don't have a mirror that talks, but the pets sort of talk. They don't exactly talk, but they act like humans. Do? They act like people. They drive and stuff. They drive? They do. Yes. The horse drives and... Wait, I think the dog or the horse drives. I think the dogs drive, don't they? Yeah. I feel like I remember. The dogs yeah, definitely th- act like people. Yeah, the, I think the dogs drive. Do the dogs drive like Barbie around? Like, is Barbie like, hey, thanks for driving me to the airport, R- R- Ruffus? And the Ruffus is like, bark, bark, no problem. Like, Not usually, but mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, wait, in one of the episodes... Mm-hmm. um. The dog is driving, and the dog um, mm-hmm. was like at some. When they do like they in the episodes, mm-hmm. they sometimes do like they put like they show a character just talking to the screen, and like the dog does that too. They do and talking he, head segments with the dog, is what she's yeah. like in the TV show The Office. Does the dog yeah, make the gym kinda. face as if to say, like, get a load of this guy? Does the dog make the gym face? No. Okay. No, now, but, but it, here's now here's what I like about your answer. So you do know what the gym face is. Not really. That's okay. She's I just thought you might. She's a young child. Of course she doesn't know what the gym face it's is. It's not fair for- to assume. I knew a lot of things as a kid. I knew a lot of things as a kid. People always assumed I didn't know them. You want to ask her some questions about Battlestar Galactica next? Well, that's a whole... Deba- I don't think Battlestar Galactica broke through the level of the office. I think it did. I would argue that it did. <laughs> oh, See? Yes? Can we talk to your dad for a second? Sorry yes. to, okay, sorry to confuse the issue on whether or not we want him in the show. Mike, are you there? It definitely did not. Yeah, Battlestar Galactic was nowhere near as big a deal as The Office. Okay, okay Mike, explain this to Sriracha. Uh, you know, I think The Office is is per- pervaded all culture. I don't think that Battlestar Galactic. There's no Battlestar Galactica memes. Well, that's going the, that's no the point. Is I don't of Battlestar know. Battlestar Galactica. There's no Israeli Battlestar Galactica or French Battlestar Galactica. Well, there should be. Well, that's a different conversation. Mike, thank you for coming through here on this one. <laughs> but okay, can we talk to C? Maybe just for one more round. C. Yes. Okay. See yes. you there. Yes. All right. C. Are there? Is there anything? Yeah. Is there anything you would want to change about Barbie life in the dream house? Like what about like a blender that's like, Hey, let's mix it up today. And like the blenders talking and like a garbage disposal. That's like, feed me your scraps. Like a coffee maker. That's like, wake up. It's time for it. Like what if everything in the house talked, would that make the show better or worse? I don't really know. It'd be kind of a, 
little funnier if everything yes, in the it house would be stopped. Much fun. Okay, yeah. so imagine you walk in and you touch the doorknob, and the doorknob's like, "Hey, hands off the merchandise!" And then the door is like, "The, the door's like, oh, it's drafty in here." And then the door's hinges are are like, "Sorry, we're squeaky." And then the screws in those hinges are like, "Don't forget about us. We fasten we, we fasten this door to the baseboard." And then the crown moldings like, "We're jealous of the baseboard." Oh wait, literally everything talks. This is what I'm saying. I think everything in the dream house should talk. That the, would be a nightmare. The insulation. The air conditioning vents. Is the house talked too? Like the whole house? Well, yeah. So imagine that the roof like jumps up and down and is like, feed me families. But it like it, you know, to live in them in like a fun way where it's like I wanna I want people to live in me so that I feel, you know, kind of like how the toys in Toy Story they want to be played with, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That like, sounds scary. The what house do you think? Wants, See, that scares me. The house wants people to because otherwise, it's not fulfilling its purpose as a house. Can we agree on this? Yes. Yes. Now, did you see Toy Story 3? Yes. Look, see, I'm just going to put this out there. I thought Toy Story 3 was way too dark, and it was unnecessarily dark. What did you... Uh, rank the Toy Story movies for me in order of favorite to least. I like the second one yeah, and the, the fourth one. Yeah. I, I like those two, yeah. but... I don't know about the third and the first. I don't really like those that much. Look, I'll be honest about the first one. I don't like the thing with the bully kid and his toys. I think I think that's a, that that stuff goes a little off the rails. Three unnecessarily dark. Four I didn't see. Did you like that fork? The fourth one was really good. I liked the first. One. The fourth one was very good. <laughs> Do you the think fork? The fork? Oh, um, uh, Forky. Sporky? I I like what's his name. Forky. Forky Sriracha. Um, he's super funny. I like that. Okay. All right. Maybe I got to see the fourth one. All right. See, if you could yeah. have your own podcast, what would it be about? Hmm. I like Legos. You like I Legos? Like, uh-huh. I like Legos and nature, and I like Lego Movie too. Better than Lego Movie 1? A little better because um, Queen Whatever Wannabe is really fun. Yeah. But the first one has a lot of funny parts, too. What do you think of the scene where all of a sudden the dad shows up and it's like there's we find out that kids are playing with the Legos? Like, you're watching this and all of a sudden like there's a guy with curly hair. He's going like, don't touch my Legos. I'm going to use glue on my Legos. What do you think of that? I think it's funny because there's two worlds and you don't know which one is exactly right. Because there's stuff that happens in them that's like, how could this happen in the other world? Very existential. I like it. Now, look, I would have bet the farm, see. Look, I would have bet the farm that you would have said... Yeah, I don't get why Will Ferrell's in this all of a sudden. It kind of seems like uh, those screenwriters really, they really they, were, they really went off on a tangent there. Can I just enjoy some Legos, please? So, okay. So in the second Lego movie, where all of a sudden Maya Rudolph comes in and she's like, you two are fighting. Duplos and Lego, enough of this. Enough. I'm tired of all your fighting. 
did you think that scene was like cool and dramatic? Like it added like some real stakes to the proceedings? <laughs> I I like how like they fight like mm. and like how it's funny that they fight at like with the Legos and that's cool. I like it. You know what, see? Thank you for telling me this, because I had made a big assumption. I'm saying to myself that I think all these scenes with the adults are just there for mom and dad. And it's like, I want to see these toys fight. But it seems like you like the idea of like the duality between the the Lego reality and the, quote, real world. Uh-huh. Okay. I, like- I have one more question for you. Do you, yeah. li- do you like the birds from Star Wars? They're called Porgs. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I've seen pictures on the um, they're kind of weird looking. I've seen pictures, but I haven't seen like the movie. They are kind of weird looking, aren't they? They got smushed uh-huh. little faces. Uh-huh. They're little pug dogs. They're like pugs and puffins and penguins put together. I love them so much. I love porgs. Do you collect anything? Um. I have some gem collection. I have a gem collection. I have a lot of gemstones. Do you have a rock tumbler? No. Okay. Hold, hold. Can you put your dad on for a second? Do I need to buy her a rock tumbler? Oh, no, I was going to say we could buy her a rock tumbler for like coming on the show. Because <gasps> it's like nice of her. But the thing is, if she's not ready for rock tumbler, I don't want to offer this rock tumbler and then have you come in as the bad guy. I don't know what a rock tumbler is. It's a, oh, it shines it's up like, your rocks. It's exactly what it sounds like. Oh, she can like. hear us. <laughs> I know what a rock tumbler is. Tell us. What is a it? A rock tumbler is like something that you put rocks and then it. Like a drying um, machine? Yeah. Kind of, like but it. Does what's it do? It like rounds the rocks so li- they're like smoother oh. and shinier too. Tumbles the rocks. It makes your rocks. Mm-hmm. It it really really improves the quality of your rocks. <laughs> oh good. Is that something you'd like? I don't know. Because <laughs> right. if she says no, that's also helpful. Like I'm not like I'm not I'm not loaded here. But I just you know okay all right. See. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. Now. Me and uh, and my friend Siraj and your daddy have to talk about some grown-up things now. So would you mind getting off the phone? Yeah. See, thank bye, you bye. so much. See, do you have a Twitter you want to promote or an Instagram account? No. And she's gone. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> All right, Mike. Let's talk. There? Let's talk about. So yeah, you're right. That, that Lego stuff. Lego Movie 2 is better than Lego Movie 1, just like Frozen 2 is better than Frozen 1, by the way, by a long shot. Dude, Frozen 2 is not. This is going to be a great conversation, I can already tell. Give me your your reason. I'm staying out of this one. I love this. Frozen 2 was a fancy mess. It was a fancy dancy mess. So it's funnier. Frozen 2 and Lego Movie 2, both funnier than the originals. Say, by the way, saving uh, Dor- Finding Dory, also way better than Finding Nemo, in my opinion. Toy Story way funnier. Toy Story 1. Yeah, sure. Uh, so Frozen 2, I think the songs are better. I love the, the idea of Olaf singing about um, when I grow up, this will all make sense. That <laughs> one song alone is better than anything in Frozen 1, in my opinion. Wow. And Frozen 2 has something bigger. It's about, oh, 
you know, my relatives that I thought were amazing and did all this great stuff. Turns out they were the assholes and they're evil people. That's a lot to deal with. And it's super fascinating because it's the truth of our world. I was hoping when they find the ship that they would find like the skeletons (laughs) their parents (laughs) no but see the whole plot of frozen it just feels like it felt like they wrote a movie that elsa was supposed to be because the whole thing has been also like finding her place as a beacon of nature and it felt like the original plot of the movie was going to be elsa like the village or the uh forest people need Elsa as their queen and so she mm-hmm. needs to leave Arendelle. But then somebody sat down and was like, hey, the optics of having a white person come into this <laughs> tribe of native people and suddenly take over and sure. lead them is not great. So then they had to think of something at the last minute and smash it together. <laughs> Listen, I I will appreciate that better than I would say 80% of kids movies that I got to watch where the dad or mom dies or it's all about divorce. The dad or mom uh, die in this. What yeah, but in the beginning. In the beginning. He he's saying, given that most movies are about that, he appreciates yeah. this one more than, okay, what are the movies that you have to, okay, by the way, listeners, this is Mike. He's one of my favorite people. You might have heard him uh, on a couple of episodes of our old show, Science Friction. Uh, his voice may sound very familiar to people who are paying attention, and I'll leave it at that. Um, but uh, I don't know why that's funny to me. But uh, but okay. Um, oh, and then Mike's also from the amazing Super Punk podcast, and, and we'll we'll get we'll we'll promote that at the end. But um, okay, good. All right, but Mike. What are the yeah. movies you have to watch? Because you're a dad. Like, what do you have yeah. to watch 10 times? Did you have to watch, like, Trolls World Tour, like, 10 times? We've watched it a couple times. Um, you know what's funny? My kids got more into music from that movie. So I was like, oh, cool. They, I, I thought that was cool. Like, my son was like, uh, I like, re- he's five. And he writes, I like Daft Punk from this. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's so stuff, really cool. Yeah. So they're like, oh, they like you know, techno and, you know, they're listening to um, uh, the Scorpions song from the soundtrack and Rocky Like a Hurricane. Yeah. So. Wait, what, what's, what's she saying? She said it's not a scorpion, it's a crab. But well, the Scorpions is the band. She I didn't realize. Both are true in this <laughs> case. Um, all right. But anyway, I, so you know what? The, the other shows, they watch Dino Dana. Tell uh, me. Oh, what, which wait, is a. What? 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 Get out of here. All right. <laughs> I mean, she can join us if she will. I just didn't want to bore her. But tell me all about Dino Dana. Tell me all so, about Dino Dana. So Dino Dana is a really funny, um, not really, like not actually funny. Well, yeah, but, but still it's still for a, a kid's show. It's, it's a, it's a uh, Amazon show that's a, a Canadian show about these kids uh, and one of them can see dinosaurs. Dino, it was Dino Dan. Then his brother could see the dinosaurs. Dino Dan Trek's Adventures. And then the book got passed on to this girl, Dino Dana. And But the fun thing or the cool thing about this show that actually in, in general blows me away about all kids shows now that they watch is the science of it is so deep and so real and correct that they learn so much about dinosaurs because each one is like, Oh, interesting. Maybe, you know, wh- what what kind of dinosaur would stay close to its baby and which would go far away to look for food? The whole they just made a Dino Dana movie and the movie was about the idea that a lot of paleontologists they think are wrong because 
there's different dinosaurs, but actually they were the same dinosaurs just found at different ages, but they don't want to call this out because then too many paleontologists will lose the fact that they named a dinosaur. I've heard about this where it's like they find these bones and they don't know how they go together. And so a lot of times like it, they, like they'll they'll turn one dinosaur into eight dinosaurs. They'll yeah. To, yeah. What, what are you going to do? Prove them wrong? That's I know. Doctor, that's Dr. Dino over there or whatever. Look for a dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. For a, for a kid's show, this stuff is like, wow. We went – okay, we went um, to a nature center and a woman was telling my five-year-old son. She goes, oh, there's – um." turtles that go underneath the ground in the winter and they can stay underneath in the cold because they slow their heartbeat down. My five-year-old son goes, oh, so they're the opposite of mantis shrimp that can live in the hottest environments. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And he knows that that from octonauts. Uh, Who are the octonauts? Are there eight of them? (laughs) No, I don't know why. The octonaut, it's like octopus. So it's a, it's a group of, of, um, uh, uh, species of different types of seafaring <laughs> animals mm-hmm. that solve uh that go out and help other animals just say underwater paw patrol okay yeah oh yeah oh, sorry you're right Under- uh, it, it, is, it <laughs> sounds a lot like underwater, underwater paw, patrol. paw patrol it's underwater paw patrol but it's you learn about the animals unlike paw patrol which is all just bullshit and marshall falling down yeah look yeah i i think the paw patrol I have a lot of pro- systemic problems with Paw Patrol that I won't get into right now. <laughs> but I want to point out something that you said before, which is like, look, when me and Mike were kids, you'd watch like Land of the Lost, which is just like garbage. Like there's no science to it. They just like, no. they fall they fall down a hole and they're in the pet. Or like the G.I. Joe or the Transformers, it's like just toy commercials. Yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah. kind of cool that now they're just like, no, we should try to teach these kids something. I mean, these kids are smarter than I ever was just because of the show, the cartoons they watch. Our cartoons and it, dumber. I know. it's That gives me hope for the future. It really does. Because my kids are so smart about animals because that's what they watch. You know what kind of bothers me, Mike? What? Like... We all grew up, me and you, it's like our generation grew up on like Captain Planet and all this like save the earth stuff <laughs> and the earth skateers. And then like literally the moment our generation reached their like 30s, 40s, and 50s, we were like, yeah, but we should sell out though. And it's like, we know better. Like Gaia is very upset. Like Hog is greedy and all these, all, the, all we know, but like we, oh, anyway, enough politics. Sergeant, you were going to say something? No, I wasn't. Okay. Mike. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Now, Mike. Yeah. I have another question for you. All right. What? Now, you really like this Barbie life in the Dreamhouse show. And I know Sriracha does too. Yeah, it's funny. It's it, very clever. Yeah, it's, pitch this. I want to I've never, I want to know what you guys like about it because I'm very interested. Okay. It's a slice of life show. Mm-hmm. And it's about Barbie. She lives in a dream house and she goes on little adventures with her friends and her boyfriends and they make a lot of jokes about the fact that they're dolls and they're made of plastic, which really? I think is funny. Okay. Yeah, like there's I there's this one great scene where they're going through the closet and one of Barbie's friends. What's the one with the blackers name? Rochelle? Rochelle? Raquel. Raquel. Raquel's my favorite. They're going through her closet and one of them says, You were an astronaut? And she says, You weren't? <laughs> I do like that. That evil. So you like Ken. If you like Ken from Toy Story, which okay. everybody does, yeah. I feel like that was the genesis of the feel of this show. So the funny thing is, C loves 
Barbie as a comedian. Like she wants Barbie sheets, not because it's a doll, but because Barbie is super funny. So it'd be like me wanting like as a wanting like Chris Farley sheets. Bill as a Murray, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad role model. Okay. Sure. All right. I like this. I like that there's and there. How long has this thing been going on? This Barbie Dreamhouse show? Oh, uh, it's Netflix. It's over now. Yeah. How did it end? I think it just was. It was ahead of its time, I guess. They yeah. did a ton of them, and and they did them online, and then they moved them to Netflix, and then that was it. And I even looked it up. The people who made the show, like, they're not doing some other cool thing. It was like a moment in time. Wow. All right. Because we got a lot of parents to listen to this show. So you, all right. So parents out there, this Barbie Life in the Dreamhouse show. It's on Netflix. It's good. It's not terrible. You should also, you can play the Aquanaut, the Octonauts for your kids, Dino Dana, <laughs> Dino Dana. All right, anything else? Because it's like, here's the sense I get, Mike, that like, yeah. there's all these parents out there and they're just like, I, the stuff my kids like is driving me insane. And so like, I like the idea of like slightly better stuff that like they, the, you know, that they might like. Something that isn't Cocomelon. <laughs> Wait, who? Cocomelon. I don't do you, know what that. Oh, Mike, do you know what that is? No, I don't. Really? Oh my gosh. Well, you should count your lucky stars because <laughs> there is, I guess your kids are too old for Cocomelon. So are you familiar with what a sticky iPad kid is? <laughs> What? Uh, in, in a sense, that sounds like so, my kids. <laughs> there's a whole genre of parents. Uh, you ever been in an Applebee's and there's a toddler sitting maybe two booths away from you just watching YouTube videos at full blast on a sticky iPad? Oh, God. Well, what they're always watching is this YouTube <laughs> series called Cocomelon. And what it is, it's just like... These poorly animated uh, slapdash cartoons made in like India for 15 cents an hour oh, or something. No. And it's always like, peas, peas, time to eat your peas. And parents, when they want their kid to shut up, they'll just slap the iPad in front of them. Of course, they need, they're like too quiet. They need to say, blare it in the middle of wherever they are. Is that where Baby Shark came from? <laughs> no, Baby Shark's a different thing. But uh, no, Baby Shark is Pink Fong. All right, well, what about the guy who's like, I want sugar doo 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 doo? That's a horrifying <laughs> nightmare. I don't that's know. That's neither? No, that's neither. That's just its own terrifying thing. <laughs> you know, by the way, you know what Sea Watches that I do hate? Tell me. And she loves. Tell me. Is she watches all the Among Us mod YouTube <gasps> videos. Oh, no. Oh, no. She's so into them. Does she run around the house pretending to be. The imposter and like pretend to jump out of vents and does she call you sus? <laughs> no, but she she would rather watch those videos than play the game because I'm like, okay. we have the game. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. I want to watch the mods. My cousin's like that. She'll watch unboxing videos. It's like you have toys <laughs> right here. <laughs> you could play with IRL. It's there's something fun about watching someone play something at like maximum capability. Like watching like a like a Fortnite video where like a dude's making like a fantastic structure. You know, it's it's like it's it's like look, I don't want to learn how to do it. I just want to see it. It's like with football. Like I'm not good at football, but I'll watch sure. football. I mean, I it won't, like but someone might. No, I watch I watch like my catharsis is you remember that episode of Seinfeld where Jenny Craig hires Elaine to eat Chinese food for her? That's <laughs> that's me and those ramen videos. Like oh, I yeah. watch so many upgrade ramens because I can't have it on my diet. So I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, put an egg in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, well, well, listen, Mike, we appreciate you taking a half hour out of your Sunday. We know there's school and work tomorrow and all this stuff. Um, I've been a fan for years of the Super Punk Podcast. Which Thank is you. The, it's this amazing series. It started out as a podcast that was only fake commercials. And yep. then at some point, the radio station got purchased by the <laughs> by uh, someone who wanted it to be only the Boss Baby fan club. And then and now it's going off in even weirder directions. Like tell people about the Super Punk podcast. So the 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 original Super Punk podcast, like you said, it was a radio station, but they never got to the music. It was all just radio commercials. That's hilarious. And then it was it was so fun to do. Um, and it's me and this guy, uh, Philip Matas, and we did sketch together in Chicago and then L.A. And that's where we met Asterios. And um, and then the podcast got bought and we did not <laughs> want it to happen. Uh, it got bought by the Boss Baby Network. Right. So then it got turned into, you'd almost say like a right wing radio, but it's all boss baby, like AM radio. I'm, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It, and and like they were very, they were like, you have to live the boss baby lifestyle. And they were like, yeah. and they were very upset at like woke culture affecting the boss baby's chances to win an Oscar. Oh, yeah. They just yeah. banned r slash boss baby hentai. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and then they. That's all you need to know how powerful it is. This goddamn cancel culture has gone too far. Yeah. And then they yeah. and then they, with the long hallway mysteries, there was another series, and now I know they're working on something else about birds, which I know you're going to love. Oh, I'm so excited. And so and you can hear the Super Punk podcast on iTunes and on and on SoundCloud. Yeah. Like, where can you find it? You can find it at Super Punk Radio. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, you look up Super Punk Radio. Mike, thank you for coming on. Hey, can I throw one more thing out there? Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. I am also doing my own little, I, I guess it's a podcast, but what it is is I am having people send me titles of short stories that they want to hear, and I am writing the short story and then recording it. And so I have two episodes out right now with six total short stories uh, that I've got. It's called Titular Adventures. Oh, that's and, lit. Uh, I'm going to send something in. That sounds really yeah, cool. Yeah, please do. Please do. Um, it's on, you know, all the stuff, but uh, it's been fun to do. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, you find the Super Punk Radio Podcast. You listen to Titular Adventures. And thanks, C, for us. And we will be right back right after this with more of the Loudest Podcast. Sorry, folks. No voicemails this week because this show is one of our. This is our, one of our longest shows ever. We promise we will do voicemails next week. You can call 848-863-5343 to leave us a voicemail, or just record one in your phone and email it to the loudest podcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget the last day of the month, which is this Friday, is the last day you can pledge to get the winning sticker in our Sticker of the Month Club. Is it going to be Evangelion? Is it going to be Sriracha eating dough? Is it going to be Sriracha threatening a bird's life? You got to, you will decide which wins by going to patreon.com slash to vote. 
yeah, you just two dollars gets you all of our bonus episodes. I think we have something like a hundred bonus episodes now. So we have one hundred and seventeen bonus episodes, and this week Christ. we just put out a new Dark Side Jills and a new Christory. Yeah, new DSJ. It's what's the shitty music edition. Me and Nico refer review that uh, pop punk band that everybody on tw- uh, TikTok hates, and also Tom McDonald, the white rapper who all of his raps are about how uh, he hates uh, the fact that people are being racist to him for being white. <laughs> and then uh, Christory, we dissect the uh, the yearly tradition that is Christian Love Day. Christian Love Day. In episode 18 of Christory, you get all our bonus episodes, past, present, and future, for just a $2 pledge. You get our Sticker of the Month Club for a $15 pledge. You can find it all at patreon.com slash We will see you next week. <laughs>